seems to me there are two kinds of kids walking in this building. Stoop kids, corner kids. Excuse me? No, stoop kids. They're the ones that stay on the front steps when the parents tell them. The others go down to the corners. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to episode 22 of the Stoop Kids Podcast. I am your co-host, your boy, Ralphie. You're kicking it with Kai. And it's Jay. And this is going to be a one-stop pod for movies, TV, music, video games, and all things in, out, and around the nervous. Guys, we missed the week. Welcome. I missed y'all. Welcome back. How y'all doing, man? Good. Back by Apologize back. to the audience, man. We shouldn't have left you guys with a without a dope pod to step to. But, uh, I like that. I like, I like you that like that? Flip. I, like, I, like, I, like, I like that little flip. Yeah, I like that little I'll let you, I'll let you add that one. Yeah, that, that, was, that was all right. Thank you. That was a little swaggy. All right. All right. Thanks, you guys. did your thing. No, but I mean, it was it was good just to have a week off to just you know re- reset. I feel like I feel like everybody needs a break every now and then. I mean, we were, we were busy though. Yeah, we were. Yeah, a lot going on. Um, Kai, it was your birthday on Friday, yes, sir. I was Happy busy birthday. turning twenty six. Yes, sir. Shit is. I hate this shit already. How? It's great. 26, 26 is a 26 good is ass, bro. What? It's, it's, I gotta it's, sign it's, up for benefits. It's a year contemplation. That shit is cheap. Cause now, like, I'm closer to thir- I'm closer to thirty than I am to twenty. I don't. Like I that. feel you on that. I feel like after twenty, like twenty five to thirty, mm-hmm. we should start like trying adjusting into our lives, trying to get our life somewhat together. I'm not saying yeah. get married, have kids within the next five years. But We're trying to do that tomorrow. Like we can't. If I go out, like if I go out and like do drugs, it's not cool anymore. Yes, it is. Compared to if I was twenty five. First of all, first of all, it was you, never cool. Nah, nah don't do a, drugs. Cool, when you're cool. twenty five and you're doing drugs, it's edgy. <laughs> you're the man. Like, like you have some type of internal torture. People feel sorry for you. They want to save you. They, they want that crack pipe. They want to save you. When you're twenty six and you're doing drugs, you're just a, a bozo. I'm not yeah, co-signing yeah, that. Yeah, Granted, I don't. I've never done drugs. Anybody doing saying. crack over twenty six, you a bozo. No, no, no. Anyone doing crack, period. Please seek help. It oh. depends. It depends. It depends. No, there's no depends. What? Like to get a little wet. No. <laughs> Crack is whack, ladies and gentlemen. Stay as dry as possible. All right, do what you got to do. <laughs> Which is not do drugs. How'd you enjoy your, your weekend? Nah, your all jokes aside, I, I did enjoy my, my birthday. It was really nice. Uh, went out with a, with a couple... Spent Friday and Saturday with friends, and then Sunday with the family. So That's that's weird. I didn't see this whole weekend. Where was my invite? If you, I mean, you were with friends, so it's like, where uh, was my... He was with his real friends. My yeah. phone was on. Yeah. Or maybe you tried to text me and didn't deliver? No. Nah, oh. Girlfriend. I didn't I didn't try. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ralphie, I don't know how to break this to you. Uh-huh. I'm listening. <sighs> I don't fuck with you. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I purposely told the bouncer at the spot we was at, yo, if you no, see, this, see this Dominican kid with a buzz cut, don't let him in. With a buzz cut. Mm. I prefer a fade, sir. G, how was your weekend? Um, or oh, week in general, because we missed a week. So how was your week, sir? I was good. I, was, I didn't ask you, Kai. I'm asking. Oh, I'm talking sorry. to G now. No, my fault. Fuck. Well, go ahead, G. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is why you weren't invited. <laughs> Yo, but nah, it was a good week. Um, on what what was that? Friday, right? Friday. Friday. We um, we went out with Kai. Um, it was one of our men's. Um, Steph. It was his birthday also. And oh, shout out to Steph. Shout out to Steph. I'm going into the wrong club. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> Yo, and yo, we went to the wrong club, got got in smooth, was mm-hmm. comfortable, and had to get up and walk out. Cut Why didn't y'all just stay there though? I don't because everyone else was at the other at the oh. right spot. So he had a bunch of all of his guests were okay. all there. Right. If it was just that us kicking it. Was doodle. Nah, don't do that. Compared to compared to Slate? Oh, Slate Slate was Slate, compared Slate was, to Slate, you telling me Todd's compared to Slate, bro? The music? I'm oh okay, I'm talking about company wise. Everyone else was was at the was at the other spot. See, I ain't know nothing. I know you don't know. So it was it was yeah. like honestly, Ali was my company. 
That's nice. Allie made my night. Oh, do you still have her lighter, by the way? Yeah, I got it. Okay. She really, that's like her favorite. Yeah, I know. I saw, it has the moon and everything on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a little quilt. Yeah. You know white people love their lighters. Yeah, I know. They, yeah, like, <laughs> and then when I, when I saw, when I woke up in my pocket, I'm like, damn, she probably, yeah, I'm just what like, happened? What happened? What happened with, uh, Sorry, this is off topic. But what happened with, with, with Shorty? Oh, Ooh. yo, son, yo, I was so, sick. So my man, hold on, let me let me provide some context for the audience. Yes, please, my man about Greg that. was in the spot scoping. See Shorty from across the room, brown skin. Oh, big fact. With that black girl magic. God, yeah, she really had the black girl magic. Cur- curly hair? Nah, she had straight hair. She straight. looked like Naomi Campbell. Who? I was, I was I was just like yo, that's in Naomi. the nineties. Nineties facts. Not, not twenty ten. Nah, 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 in the in the Michael Jackson video. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, okay. Keep it in the closet. Oh, oh okay. yes, 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 yes. That so, Naomi Campbell. So, you know, scoping it. You know, I'm seeing dudes holler, you know, get rejected. So, I'm like, I bet mm-hmm. all these dudes is whack. So, as soon as Malik's like, yo, we about to leave, right? I'm like, I bet. Because I don't like talking to shorties. Like, I'm about to give up the game right now. I don't like talking to shorties in clubs and lounges and stuff like that. Because I got to project my voice OD, mm-hmm. which is annoying. It is because so, you like to have that that dog the 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 deep soft smooth voice, right? Yeah, you can't pose. do that in, in yeah, a club. Pose. The butter you. voice, you feel me? Nah, yeah. talking to a nah, in all jokes, I like talking to a girl in a club is kind of annoying. Like, yo, a- you want to dance? What's your name? Like right. that's, that's, that's so. What my plan is always, yo, shorty, you know, of course, you know, give her a little compliment. You know, mm-hmm. you look beautiful. Da 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 da. Honestly, I'm getting ready to go, but I had to talk to you before I left. You know, we could do this. We go off dinner, something like that. See what okay. takes us. As soon as I was going to do that, you know, Malik and Ali, they walk out. So, Naeem goes to the bathroom. Naeem's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. All right, bet. He goes to the bathroom. This is my alone time. I'm about to find her. Nowhere to be found. Oh, no. Nowhere to be found. You cannot so, wait once you see the once you see the shorty of your, of your, of your. But she was there the whole time. And the thing about it was when Naeem went to, I was talking to Naeem. And, like, she was talking to some other dude. And she was giving me eye contact. So, I was like, all right, bet. As I finished talking to Naeem, I'm going to go talk to her. But she was nowhere to be found. You got to pounce, brother. Like an antelope. That's it. <laughs> and I asked Steph. I was like, yo, let's go with Shorty. He was like, she's single. I was like, oh, that's all I need to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know. Well, hopefully she shows up one of these yeah, days. Yeah, can I tell you some funny shit that did happen, though? So Naeem goes to the bathroom, right? He comes back. Shout out to Naeem, first of all, too. Naeem comes back with, with some candy. But I didn't know he went to I didn't know he went to the bathroom. So he's just like, yo, uh, you want some Skittles? I'm just like, yeah, sure. I trust him. <laughs> like, but he, like, out of his palm, bro? Hold on, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know he went to the bathroom. I just, saw, I just assumed it because Naeem, if you haven't known him for a long time, he always like randomly like carries candy on him and shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, he always like just has random snacks. on Okay. Him. So like he's like you want. So I assumed he had it on the whole time. So I'm like, yo, where'd you get this from? Yeah, I just came from the bathroom. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> it's going like, he's like, yo, bro, nah, don't do that. They're just selling. They were selling at it. This is a, this came in a wrapper. I'm like, alright. <laughs> I'm thinking they have like you know how they have like the jar of nuts on the yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah. They have that in the bathroom. Just grab the handful. You want some? My man was shaking them up like this, like sunflower seeds. Nah, they had my man. They had they had a tender. They had my man's at the bathroom. Okay, good. Handing out goodies and napkins. I was like, this is so unsanitary. <laughs> that is yo, great. But Naomi, yo, I'm coming after you. He Steph, tell Naomi I'm coming after. He called her Naomi. I need that. It'd be funny if her name was really Naomi. It too. might be. It might like, be. Well, hey, that's the name I'm gonna give her. Wow, naming women now. Okay, that's why they call me dead. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fellas, let's get somewhere on the street. Yes, please. All right. So, starting off, wow, we missed about we didn't, never talked about the Joker. However, Joker dominated the box office this past week okay. and week and a half. Uh, Kai, I know you've seen this movie already. Mm-hmm. 
I've seen it twice myself, but I like the way you put things into perspective. So, sir, please, let me get a quick film review. Thank you, sir. Um, So, yeah, I saw it two weeks ago, and, you know, I've given it some time to, like, stew in my mind. Mm. I really enjoyed this movie. I really liked it. Um, I... It's influ- it wears its influences on its on its sleeve. You can tell that it's Taxi Driver. You can tell that it's uh that it's based off of um the King of Comedy. Like you can see the Martin Scorsese DNA in it. Mm. But still, it comes off as very authentic. And like I said, when this movie was first announced, personally, I I think the whole Joker thing was just to sell the movie. I think that was complete marketing. You can sell this movie without that name, and it stands alone. Like I didn't think you really needed the name Joker. To, it could have just been this movie about a guy that loses its mind. One of those called Crazy Taxi. Honestly, yeah, put him in a taxi and just have him go crazy. Right. But anyway, um, I loved Joaquin Phoenix's um, performance. It goes without saying, like he gets lost in the role. You know, um, this is the second time I've watched Joaquin Phoenix, and I don't, I forget that that's an actor. You're mm-hmm. just like, oh, this is some guy losing his mind. Mm-hmm. Um, even you know the, the the little subtle DC nods, you know, just throwing Alfred in there and throwing spoiler alert by the way, um, throwing Alfred in there and having Thomas Wayne in there. It wasn't necessary, but it was still kind of cool for you to point and say, "Oh, hey, that's that's this," or "Hey, they they're there," or seeing where the story went. It was really it was really good. Um, there were a lot of times in this movie I really felt bad for the character. I felt getting choked up, like watching him struggle through this and seeing how he was tossed aside by society. And like Todd Phillips said, you know, everyone was talking about this movie being a dangerous movie. It's a cautionary tale. It, it's to it's to warn us the, the the dangers of you know discarding people and that there are people out there that are sick. And it's not to justify their evil actions, but for every atrocity, there is some way to prevent it. And the way to prevent it is by putting you know money into into mental health care and and making sure that these people aren't just running the streets without help, without medication, without people that they can come and talk to. Because one of the points of the movie was that, you know, they shut down all the, like, they shut down his social services. He wasn't able to get his medication. So I like the fact that the movie played more into that. And the violence was really an afterthought to me. You know what I mean? I didn't think the movie was that violent at all. You know what I mean? One it, scene, it, get, it gets there. Yes, yes, it, yes, yes. It, but, the, one with the one where he goes to the bathroom after. Uh, oh, before we continue on that, are we doing spoilers or? I, I think we could do spoilers. It's been out for two weeks. It's okay. been a while. Yeah. All right, go ahead. You, uh, mm-hmm. But you're talking about the scene where he goes to the bathroom after, right? And he's dancing in the bathroom. No, not that no, one. No, because no, that's not. This that's is not that violent. And plus, like, I don't blame him for. That was shooting self, that guy. That was self-defense. Yeah. The first two guys. Well, the third one is execution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, yo, I'm sick of you. There comes. He's like, yo, you just get on my goddamn nerves. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I really like the, the movie did handle itself delicate, delicately, and mm-hmm. it didn't make him, you know, everyone was like, oh, whoa, I, I thought he was going to be a mass murderer. No, you wouldn't like him. I knew that from the jump. I was like, yes. they were probably going to, he's still our protagonist. We still have to root for him to, for a certain extent, mm-hmm. but to a certain extent, but still, you know what I mean? But yeah, I, I really like the movie. Um, you know, I definitely side on the on the critical acclaim side of it. Of it, you know, I don't know if it's a ten out of ten for me, mm-hmm. but it, it's pretty close. You know, I think it's one of the, the the best and most moving films that I've seen this year. I think it's one of the best movies that came out this year. Yeah, um, I enjoyed it. Like I said, have you seen it, G? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I uh, I've watched it twice. I've obviously so obviously I have enjoyed it. Um, Todd Phillips, I think, does a great job, which you don't expect happening because his past work is what? The Hangover 1, 2, and 3. Don't forget Old School. Oh, excuse me. And Old School. Oh, he got Old School. That's then. a classic. Yeah. Bro, okay. To go over that nah, nah, yeah, yeah. to the Joker, it's I like, it. it's two different worlds. Yeah. I've seen the vision. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I, I was 
pleasantly surprised to mm-hmm. see that not only was the, the script was good, the direction was good, it was very well shot. Like it yeah. looks like a really gritty New York City. I mean, well, Gotham, but you know, it looks like it, it looked the part. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, I liked Joaquin Phoenix's Joker until like the maybe last ten minutes. I think we discussed this. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of his like artistic choice as far as his voice was concerned as when he's full on Joker. Yeah, especially when he's talking to uh, Murray Franklin, referring to him as Murray and stuff like that. I thought it was too quirky and too weird. Yeah, um, not unless when he killed somebody, he never really scared me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I prefer in a Joker because like. Mark Hamill's Joker was always, like, creepy. Yeah. And Heath Ledger's obviously was... Heath Ledger, he was creepy as well. So I prefer that type of Joker. Yeah. Versus... Um, you, feel like, you feel like you could punch this Joker in the face. Yeah, I feel like... And the, that, and the other thing, too, like... To me, the Joker's always been a criminal mastermind. Yeah. Joaquin... I mean, um, Arthur Fleck isn't. Yeah. He's which, not a criminal mastermind. Yeah, which which goes back to my point, you know, where it's like, I really felt like, you know, they, they could have sold this movie on its own. Mm-hmm. Or it, or it should have been. You know, at least from a creative standpoint. Maybe it wouldn't have made as much money. Yeah. But creatively, I think the movie would have... It would have taken it to the next... To that next threshold mm-hmm. without the Joker... Without the Joker day. And like I said, mm-hmm. keep it ambiguous. You know what I mean? Not We're not saying this is the Joker. We're not saying it's not the Joker. It's We're in some indescript... Some nondescript town. This guy's a clown. He puts on makeup. And he does things that maybe the Joker might do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you know what? Um... That's honestly, I mean, I'm going to see watching the movie sometime ultimately, but that's the reasons why I didn't watch the movie is because it's sold as the Joker. So yeah. I already know what's going on rather it being its own story. I felt like if it was its own story, that just makes room for another movie. Right. You know, but um, I'm, I'm going to watch it sometime soon. But then it's just like, like compared to Heath, like I, I like Joker where he scares me, you yes. know, like he's a mastermind, right? And that was Heath Ledger's Joker. And I knew this wasn't going to be Heath Ledger's Joker. I knew this was more like a... A psychotic thriller mm-hmm. in a sense so that's why I'm like alright I could wait on this like I could watch this you know in the in presence of my own right yeah and I enjoyed it too because it got people talking about the movie yeah very rare nowadays where you come out the movie there and actually want to talk about it amongst your friends yeah like I think the last big movie to do that was Get Out yeah cause this movie there's a lot of things where it's like okay well was the mom um um was the, was he adopted was yeah, the yeah. mom um Actually going out or, or had, you know, yeah. had a kid with Thomas Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, is he actually the Joker? Or is did he... Because I saw a theory online where he may not necessarily be the Joker, but he inspires the he real He inspires world. the Joker, yeah. Which I... Pre- when I'm watching the movie, I prefer to think of it like that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because if, him, if he's the Joker, then uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, as far as the box office was concerned, I think so far it made $556 million worldwide, which mm-hmm. is amazing. And it also broke... They, they broke a lot of records, but it definitely broke... Um, the highest opening Thursday in October, mm. and highest rated R movie in October as well. And it beat Venom. And it beat Venom, and which I'm, I'm always happy about that. Yes, <laughs> thank God. We don't have to keep referring to Venom as a, a high grossing movie in October. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, same. Um, Out of ten, what do you give it? Uh, I'll give it a nine point five. Six. All right, it's, no. <laughs> um, I'm rolling with nine. I, I'll give it a nine point five. Um. To me, because to me, a 10 is like, I walk out and it's like... It's like La La Land. That's got to be... Nah, 10 is like, yo, where's the rest of the... Like, I know the movie ended, but where uh-huh. the fuck's the rest of yes, it? Like, yes. where's like, I need more. Even though like it it, it ends the perfect way, it's mm-hmm. like, nah, I still need... Like, I don't want to leave the theater. Once the movie was over, I was like, all right, good. I can decompress. I can like get my mood back up. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. 
I'm, I'm, I like you, but I'm rolling with nine too. Okay. Only because, like I said, I, I wasn't a fan of Joaquin Phoenix's artistic decision at the end of the movie. Yeah. But moving on. Yes, please. Speaking of, we're going to stay on Batman on this one. Zoe Kravitz has been casted as Catwoman in the upcoming Batman starring Robert Pattinson and directed by Matt Reeves. Um, how are we feeling about this casting? Do we like Zoe Kravitz? Zoe Kravitz is a baddie. Yes, she's a baddie, yes. But we're talking about I'm acting actually, wise. I'm actually not the biggest Zoe Kravitz fan. Um, but I still like her casting. I do think she's a really great actress. I think she has a very strong on-screen presence, mm-hmm. which you need if you're going to play Catwoman. Catwoman. Like you look yeah. like you look back even like to the to the 60s versions with Eartha Kitt and then you move up to Michelle Pfeiffer and mm-hmm. even um Anne Hathaway. Like all those women were able to like carry that and mm-hmm. when they were on screen, they were the focus. Right. I think she has that gravitas and also I don't think she's She's rarely given the the ability to show it off. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like I Matt, feel like this is he yeah, this is this, step up to the plate. Exactly, this is gonna be that first time where it's like, yo, everyone stop. Zoe's on fucking screen. Yeah. Pay attention. So we're gonna be the next Holly, no cap. Hopefully not that Catwoman. Nah. <laughs> the next Holly. <laughs> I don't want to hear Holly Berry in a Catwoman conversation ever again. Just nah, do, you wasn't banging with Will. Stop what, it! What, stop what, it! What was her name? Was you not banging with the actual movie or her acting? Everything. I mean, she <laughs> looked she looked fire in that movie. She though. did look fire. In the yeah, movie, she bro. did. She, she carried the movie. I don't care. You could be a fire drawn walking through turrets and still smell like shit around me. You still smell like shit. I'll take a shot. I'll take a chance. You want you you want to get no ear, no nose plugs? No, no. Nah, you you want to ride the wave? I don't know. I'm not riding the wave through shit. Are you bugging? Watch that movie right now. Go ahead. No. Be depressed. Six six week streak. <laughs> All right. Well, when I saw the news. Yeah. She do work for a hair company. Oh man! <laughs> the, the last movie I seen Zoe Kravitz in is um, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Oh, okay. And I wasn't a fan of what she was doing in that movie, man. So I don't, I don't know. I think both castings are weird. Robert Pattinson, Robert Pattinson, yeah, is a weird choice as Batman. I'm giving him a shot because he he probably will be a pretty good Bruce Wayne. I'll give him that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I do like how they casted um a minority. Yeah. As Catwoman, I'm definitely cool with that. Uh, I I don't know, and plus I was never a big fan of Catwoman anyway, so I, I I really to me it really has to come down to the chemistry between those two because in the comics Catwoman in a lot of stories is the love of Batman's life. Mm-hmm. He almost got fucking yeah. married till she dubbed him at the altar, which was fucked up. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna get into that. They might be getting back together while they're out, while they're out on a on a honeymoon island while Bane takes over the city, but that's for another story. Um, but yeah, it it really comes down. Obviously, um, Matt Reeves must have seen some. He probably did chemistry testing between the two. They, probably did, they probably did some screen tests. So as long as that chemistry is right, mm-hmm. you know, because to me that's another problem. Like even with the Dark Knight Rises, I liked uh, Anne Hathaway she was a really lot. Good. She yeah. was really good. I didn't know. I didn't think she had the strongest chemistry with with Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. You know, there were scenes where it's like I can't really buy. That's why when right, they, yeah. that's why when they got together at the end, I didn't really buy. It. I was like, oh, you just threw that in there so so that we're happy at the end mm-hmm. of the movie. Yeah. I want to be able to buy that these are two like distant lovers that are tragic and supposed to be together but can't. You know what I mean? And like I said, Zoe Kravitz is fucking edgy. Like her, she can be. Her, her stepdad's Jason Momoa. Sure. You got to be edgy. So. <laughs> This is stupid. And her parents but are kind of edgy too. If you yeah, think Lisa Bonet and, and Lenny Kravitz. Kravitz. Yeah, so. But um, I mean, and I she is beautiful. I will definitely I, give it I, up. I liked her in the in the, Diver- in the Divergent series. She was pretty good in that. I don't like anything in the Divergent series. You you didn't like that movie? Nah, I, I like wasn't that. a fan. I, I liked that. She was good in Dope though. Like she you was said earlier. She was good in Dope. Yeah, she was good in dope. Yeah, she was good in dope. But we'll see. I, I'm eh, I'm indifferent about it. Yeah, we'll see. 
I'm just I'm just glad that this is getting moving. Like we're actually seeing the ball rolling on this. I agree with that. Good production rolling. How about that? Yeah. Damn. They're about to cancel. All right, here we go, guys. Ooh, the biggest news of the week. All right, let's keep. I'm gonna keep this short for you. <laughs> go ahead. All right, Kanye has tentatively released a new uh, release date for his upcoming album, October 25th. This shit don't exist. Do we believe? That this is actually the release date this time, or is it just Kanye being Kanye? No, I don't believe this shit. <laughs> I don't believe this shit at all. We talked about this what two weeks ago. But I, I, Kanye he, has release dates. Wow. Um, no, nah, I, I feel like Kanye's being a super perfectionist right now, and I think the album is finished. It is. The album's finished, but he just keeps going back to it and like fixing this, fixing that, fixing that. So no, the answer is no. I don't believe this I don't is the time. I will believe it. It's released when it's actually released. Yes. I mean, yo, Kanye's coming out with more antics than he is at music, man. I'm telling you. What, what did he say last time? The Republican Party freed the slaves? I don't even want to. Yeah, he said something. I'm not even giving that energy. Like that. He said something stupid. He was on drugs, man. He, he got to read, bro. Or off his drugs for that matter. Black, black men need to read, you know, just... Yeah, put that he, out there. He's bugged out. He's bugged out. Oh, uh, did you hold on? Did you guys see the little clip from Keeping Up with the Kardashians when he's talking to Kim and he's like, uh, it, it it hurts my soul when I saw you at the at the Met Gala wearing that tight shit. And yes, she, I did see that. And she's like, Kanye, you had all fuck, you had six months to tell me, baby. <laughs> I'm not feeling bad. And he's like, all right, I'm done with this. Just get to the walks out. I did see that, bro. You married to Kim Kardashian? That comes with the territory. That, that co- any of the Kardashians, it comes yeah. with the territory. And she look good. I mean, what you mad about, bro? Relax. Um, can we move on from this? Yeah, we can move on. I don't believe you, Kanye. All right, I just want to give a shout out to my man, not really my man, but Tyler Perry on his new studios. It's bigger than what Universal uh, uh, Studio, mm-hmm. Disney Studio. We're talking about the lot itself, like the, studio the actual lot. studio yeah, lot. It's three hundred acres. Yes, it's huge. It's in Atlanta. Yep. Um, this, I got nothing really to say about. I don't know what movies are they producing in Tyler. Well, Perry's he, studio? he's producing his own movies, but at the same, I don't want to see another Medea. No, no, but that's not just it. Not People same, also will f- shoot there. Shoot. I don't know. If, I don't know if you know this, but Atlanta is the cheapest place to, to film in. Um, Marvel Avengers shoots there. Sometimes, exactly. Right? Okay. Um, so Atlanta is one of the cheapest states to to um to film in, mm-hmm. which is why when they had um ban gay marriage or something, it was they they did something against um uh-huh. against they established like an anti gay law. And everyone was like, all right, y'all do that. We're not filming here anymore. And they were like, oh, and they backtracked because everyone f- is now flocking to Atlanta because of their cheap, because uh, of how cheap oh, it is nice. to film there. Okay. Um, but you know, everyone, like, so um, dis- so any movie studio or production studio can film at this lot. They just got to pay him up, mm-hmm. pay up. Because all of, this, all of this is space. He bought he bought land and he bought. It's good for Tyler Perry, bro. Yeah, it, it's amazing. And honestly, it's a, it's a. Uh, a pinnacle, and this is this is gonna be black. This is gonna be black. Acres. This is gonna be black. Black history. This is a part of history right now. Yeah. And and personally, I think you know. Granted, I was never the biggest. I, I was a fan of the Medea plays back when they were, but I wasn't a big fan of Tyler Perry movies. Mm-hmm. I gotta respect all the film shit aside. I gotta respect this move. This is a crazy. I respect move. his business. Yeah. Because he has bread. I can't be mad at that. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, and Tyler Perry's gonna and mark my words. Tyler Perry's gonna be a billionaire within the next. I want to say within the he's next. He's not five one years. already. Nah, he's at like I think he's at like half a billion. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna be a billionaire within the next five years because all this money and revenue that's gonna be generated is gonna be crazy. Agreed. Um, but also not even just the studio itself, but all the things that he's doing. You know, he's he's hosting, um, teaching classes to to get uh, underprivileged kids in the inner city into filmmaking, into writing and directing and the producing. He's gonna run a school out of there. He's mm-hmm. gonna have um, not a shelter, but like um. I can't think of the word right now, but like a place for like underprivileged youths to come in, kids that uh, run. I did read about this. Yes. Kids that are runaways, um, people from the LGBT community, um, people that are just um, underprivileged. 
like all these things that he's doing for the community like mm-hmm. that's that's all that have nothing to do with music or business that's like that's amazing in its in its own right mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like respects to him and then on top of that yo he named he was beefing with a nigga and then made the studio like named the studio after home he was beefing with and i'm talking about uh uh Spike Lee. Oh, he named it Spike Lee. Yup. Because Boss move. Because, yo, and and that shut Spike Lee up. Mm-hmm. Because I personally, I didn't agree with Spike talking shit about him because he didn't like his movies. Right. Because at the end of the day, bro, even if you don't agree with his film, to each his own. Yeah. Right. And at the end of the day, you are both in the same. This is not a competition you're in, so you shouldn't even be talking bad about. Like I said, if I were to ever join Hollywood tomorrow, I'm turning fake. I'm not saying nothing bad about nobody in the industry. <laughs> right. But because we're now we're now peers, I'm not going to do that to you. Um. But the fact that, you know, Tyler Perry was able to squash the beef and was like, nah, I'm going to name... Because, yo, regardless of all the shit you said about me, I looked up to you. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he showed love in that way, too, that's just amazing. Yes. My man, Tyler Perry, has... Because <clears throat> I've done um, video and film and sound and stuff um, growing up with church and also at MSG. So um, my man has 12 sound stages. They have a rep club, the Oval Office of the White House, a life-size replica. They really? Have a, they yeah. have a replica of a prison... They have 40 different buildings. They have, um, like I said, the back lot is crazy. It's it's a lot. It's definitely, how much? In, I think it's like $600 million. Um, probably more. Around that price, something mm-hmm. like that. Probably. Pro- probably. But, um, yeah, one of my mans, we was talking about a lot. Um, yo, this is like, this is big because no, what, no outside investors at all? No, this is like, all him. All him. Yeah, this 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 is where black like, Hollywood is going. Yeah, for all the all the videos. Yo, and it's just like it's it's another thing before we move on. Like it's just crazy to show like where we started. There was not trying to let niggas in. Like and when it came to hot, like they'd rather put wh- white people in blackface than to put us in movies. Mm-hmm. And then we had to like fight to get in. And then we had to get, mm-hmm. fight to get work and all this other shit. And then now you know the the last huddle that we've jumped over is like being able to make and produce our own films and distribute. Once Tyler Perry gets distribution down, because he's got production down. Anytime he wants a movie made, TV show made, anything, mm-hmm. he can do it himself. Right. Once he gets the, once he corners the distribution market, and can actually put it, put it out there himself. There's none. They might yo. He's uh, got a hospital set, mock jumbo, um, yeah. jumbo, jumbo jet, airport terminal, a park, a uh, cul-de-sac. Them, them lot owners over in Hollywood at this at the Warner Brothers lot, they shaking right now. They, they shaking right, right now. They're sick right now. Yeah. Because. And then on top of that, they're charging cheaper. They got they a can. highway for races and chases. Bro, they had to add Tyler Perry's name on the fucking uh, highway sign. <laughs> like, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, facts. Tyler Perry Tyler Studios. Perry Studio, two <laughs> miles away. Exit 32. Yeah, we got to get a tour of that place, bro. I want to go. Well, it's going to be probably be- booked for like the next year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's but, they, but they'll do tours like they do Warner Brothers and everything. That'll be crazy. I'd love to do that. But yeah, just as a black person, that's just, that's just inspiring, man. Like, really do. Like, I really see things and I'm like, yo, that's inspiring. Mm-hmm. That shit is inspiring. Seven hundred sixty million dollars. God, man. Yo, Tyler Perry, shout outs to you, brother. Without a doubt. TP, come on a show. <laughs> yeah, come through, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Just no media. No, please no media. No media. Yo, pull up however you want, bro. It's two thousand what nineteen. I don't want media. Tired of the deal. No, I don't. So what you trying? No, I ain't gonna go into that conversation. No, you still like the, the di- no, no. I understand. I like Diary of Matt Black. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna, a funny movie. I'm not gonna yeah. go into the conversation that I was going into. Because there's, there's too many Medeas. I'm tired of it. No, I feel you. Yeah, no more Medea movies. Last but not least, Kevin Feige has been promoted to Chief cur- uh, excuse me, chief Creative Officer of Marvel Entertainment. How do you feel about that? Congra- um, congratulations. 
Yeah, congratulations. I think it's an attempt of, of Marvel trying to keep Kevin Feige because there are rumors that he's going to go to uh, Star Wars uh, after Kathleen Kennedy's contract has expired. Oh, I heard that he might produce some Star Wars movies. I didn't know that. He, they're, they're looking to have him just run Star Wars. Because, oh. I mean, Marvel can basically run itself at this point. Mm. So Wow. And plus, I think... I think don't, get, don't, get, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure Kevin Feige was grooming someone else to take over. Okay. Because his passion is Star Wars. Really? He loves Marvel, but his passion is really Star Wars. Really? So I think that's a job he would love to take. So I think this is just an attempt of Marvel trying to keep him. And, and I don't blame him. And you know what's crazy? Because um, I was watching an interview with him the other day. He's been at Marvel since 2000. Yes, he was around with the X-Men movies and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, he produced, he produced those, those movies. Yes. That's cr- 20 years and twenty years at Marvel is a long fucking time. But that's what I'm saying. I think he's I think he's ready to go okay. at this point. Because okay. he saw end, the end game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. Yeah. So I think he's just ready to move on he ain't and go- let someone else. He ain't going Start nowhere now. Yeah, oh, Disney now. locked him down. Yeah. He's, he's either going to stay at Marvel or go to Star Wars. I yeah. think that's what well, I think. I think he's going to jump in between the two. I think he's and gonna, he's young. Yeah. He's yeah, like he's 50 not, something. Yeah, yeah, or maybe, he, yeah, I think he's yeah, 50 something. I think Kevin Feige is going to be another billionaire soon. He's not already? Nah. Kevin Feige is really rich, but he's not. Because, because remember, he's he's not cutting himself a check. You'll become a billionaire faster if you cut yourself a check compared to someone cutting you a check. True. So the fact that Disney's cutting him a check, they'll keep him. They don't want to get him too big. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. Because next next thing you know, once he feels like ah, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, Kevin Feige Studios. Now, he, now he's calm. Yeah. Now he's competition. Shout out to Kevin. Feige. And he's taking. And he'll take everyone with him. All right, I'm taking Chris. All six of them. I'm taking Tony. <laughs> taking Tom. He <laughs> said all six of them. <laughs> Um, last but not least, there are rumors circulating that Tom Holland and Tom Hardy's um, respective characters, Venom and Spider-Man, will be combining in one movie one of these days. Mm. You know I don't give a fuck about that. You know I don't give a fuck about that. But that's definitely newsworthy. Just people have to know yeah. that once this Marvel contract ends with Spider-Man, fortunately, Tom Hardy will be probably... I mean, Tom Holland will probably be in a movie They're with Tom Hardy. They're going to botch that storyline. I will not watch it. Yeah, they're going to botch it because, like I said, the best Venom stories are always when he starts off as a part of Peter and it mm-hmm. breaks off and he goes on to his rival and he becomes this monster that this kid has never seen before and it scares the shit out of him. So. I agree. But just some newsworthy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No. All right. Um, are we ready for the main topic of the week? Guys? Yes, please. All right. So we're getting back to our end of the decade list. And this week we're going to be talking about TV shows, mm-hmm. best TV shows of the past decade. Yes, please. Um, these are not limited to actual long-running shows and some smaller anthology series. Yes. Yeah. Right? Anything on TV. Anything on TV. Um, G, I know you love this show. Let's start, let's get this list started the right way, sir. Dun, dun, the dun, biggest dun, show dun, of the past dun, decade. Dun, 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 dun. Man, Game of Thrones? I wasted so much time in my life. We wasted a, a whole episode on this. We don't have much else to say. Oh. We do. We I do. thought you were going to say we wasted six episodes. No, I mean, we might have wasted six <laughs> no, episodes. <laughs> no, Game of Thrones wasted six episodes. Oh, 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 yeah. So I, you know I just did. wasted, like, you know, it, it was just the anticipation, <laughs> just so catching upset. up. You know, it was cool. It was so great. And just to be disrespected. You know, it's like <laughs> it's like you going it's it's like you going to um spit in the face. Like it's, it's, the it's, like, it's like you going to Subways, you feel me? And you get in your strawberry cheesecake cookies, right? Mm. And somebody puts sand in your strawberry cheesecake oh, cookies. That's kinda of disrespectful. That's pretty mean. That's how I feel about game. I'd have some more. Like you saw one. them getting made and then someone and just sprinkles sprinkle wild sand. Nah, it's just like it's all <laughs> so much, before they hand it to you. <laughs> Now hold on, I just wipe it in between the cheeks. Oh. <laughs> After now, a marathon. Now, now it's a chocolate cookie. After running a marathon. <laughs> right, right between the cheeks. No, um, 
Listen, the first seven seasons... Seven? Yeah. Seven. Yeah, the first seven seasons, iconic TV. Six, six. I think it fell off in season seven. I like seven, though. I, I, no, I, I like it, too. It, uh-huh. You do start to see the cracks, though, in season yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cracks are yeah. showing. But yes, but, go ahead. Yeah, this, this, I will never watch the show ever again. Game of Thrones is on this list because of the first seven seasons. Yeah. Season eight, I, I don't even know what happened. I forgot about it. Yeah. And, and even with the seventh and eighth seasons... It's still the biggest show of all time. Oh, yeah, most of that production wise. You saw things on this show that you probably won't see again on TV. You it know depends what, I mean? what kind of or TV you won't, you're or you won't be, about. Or you won't be, oh, sorry. You won't be blown away the way you were. Because we've, we've. I think Game of Thrones opened the door. I think we will see stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, because now we're getting the, the Amazon Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It's not going to blow me away, like, oh, shit, they did this because Game of Thrones did. Like, you, you, you got Amazon? No. You got Amazon? Uh, yes, I do. I, I, I guess I'm still not going to watch it anyway. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's not on yet. It's I not, know, but, we, oh, you know, okay. life. Yeah, that's true. Sure. But, but, I mean, at the end of the day, Game of Thrones was a marvel in storytelling. It was. Like, yeah, no, nah, most definitely. It, it it definitely reminded me of just any anime that, that i just grown up watching. Honestly, yeah. that's really what it reminded you. An anime or a Fire Emblem. Yeah. What it was. It was, it was, to a certain point, it was the impossible, it was a show that was not supposed to be made, and it, they ended up pulling it off, you know what I mean? It was, yeah. that show was seen as impossible. Yeah, well, one of my favorite scenes, I must say, is because, j- j- just the, the visual beauty of the show, um, when, um, what's this girl's name? Um, Daenerys, when, um, I can't remember the exact timeline, but basically Daenerys, um, her dragon, she's still not listening to her, and the dragon just basically... Takes her all the way from the city to a random like prairie. Oh yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you see all the horses just running around. I think that was one of the yeah the Dothraki. I think that was one of the most beautiful scenes. Yeah, that was uh, season five. That was like the season five finale, I think. Or yeah, like something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I am gonna watch that show again. Just stop at seven. Me too. Yeah, I guess so. it's such a good show. You it it, it to, is a great it show, is. but this but we like I said we had a whole episode on this. We're not talking about this anymore. Nah. Uh, next one, True Detective yes, on sir. HBO. I love this show. I gotta watch this show. I, keep I love talking this. about it. Watch, all right. Season one and three are lit. Yeah. Two, just just skip it. I couldn't finish it. You, you, you can't. Um, is everything? I'm sorry. It's an anthology, so it's you anthology. don't have to okay, continue. So you, it, yeah, season one and season three are two different, two it, totally different stories. You're okay. basically watching an eight hour movie. Okay. With with, with with these with this show. But season one though, fire. That's what, um, I love this. Th- th- that, that's what Marshall Ali. No, no, that's that's season three. The first season had Woody Harrelson, Matthew McConaughey, and I will say this: Matthew McConaughey does a phenomenal job, bro. I should see the way um, Ralphie breaks out in sweat when he talks about Matthew. McConaughey. I'm not sweating. I'm not sweating. No. <laughs> I mean, all right, he did a great job. Matthew McConaughey was like, "Time is a flat circle." Nah, he's <laughs> yo, no, no, hold on. This is his performance the whole season. It's great, but this is him. This is like an old versus person of a town. No one loves me. My daughter died. I'm ready to die, Marty. You ready to go? All right. Let's do this. That's drag. <laughs> that, that's him. That's that drag. Is Matthew McConaughey. That's so drag. That is Matthew McConaughey. Fantastic. Oh, I could imagine that. Yes. Okay, but you have, to, you have to put it in context. Before this show, what was Matthew McConaughey doing? Rom, rom-coms. Meth. Or maybe meth. He we was not know. doing meth. He might have been. We don't know. Wait, when did Witch McCullough come out? Was what? this before or after Dallas Buyers Club? This is before. This is before? He, was, he did nothing like this before that. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like you have to give credit where credit is I am doing. giving him credit. I'm just saying that he. I'm just saying he told us like that. Oh, he does tell like there, There's listen. There's one a season episode, episode four. four. Yes. Episode four, bro. The last 15 minutes. Who goes so, there, bro? That shit is fire. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It is a. Tr- it's a. It's a one shot for nine for like for 19 ch- minutes. Yeah. For or nine minutes. Nine minutes. Yeah, I think it was nine minutes. It's a one shot tracking shot through the hood. Through the hood, and he's just. Mm-hmm. 
And he's we'll, lighting shit up, lighting shit up, bro. What year is this? This takes place in president. No, this takes place in the nineties. Yeah, it takes place in the nineties. Okay. Yeah, takes place okay. in the nineties. Uh, okay, we should warn you though. True Detective is a very slow burn. It does feel like you know how when you read a book, it's not just blood. Like by the time it gets bullets. into the third episode, that's yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, the wire. Exactly. It's it's various. It's it's setting it. It takes its time setting its puzzle pieces, and then once it's time for shit to go off, it then it Everything goes. It goes down. Okay, yeah. I can fuck with it. But but there is a lot because the first time I tried watching it, I did turn it off. Really? Yeah, I it, loved the. It, it was the first episode. It was a it was a very slow burn for me. Like and just I'm hearing detective cop show. I'm thinking like stupid fashion, like fast paced shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. So and then I'm also hearing the di- the dialogue initially is very off. Real people don't talk like that. No. So like it is very off putting at first, but once you get into it and you get immersed in the characters the show was just uh, a joy to watch and I like Woody Harrelson man they, yeah, yeah, watch he, anything he he's does he's great yeah. and he's bagging OD baddies in this, in, this, in this show he is I don't know how he gets he first of all he gets Alexandra Daddario who is like top he, top yeah. 10 yes in my opinion top 10 <laughs> she's top 10 but but, uh, um, but yeah and then season 3 with Mahershala Ali it's not as good as season 1 but it's no. still a very good show and Mahershala Ali okay. Ali does a great job because he's playing the same guy, but he has to play him during different time periods in his life. Three different time periods. Yeah, yeah. and he's like essentially a different person in every time period, yeah. which which is great. Because oh the, the first time period, the earliest time period, he's like full functioning, like full on detective. Yeah. And the, the last, the, the, the farthest one, he has like dementia. Yeah. Okay. But it's pretty cool to watch. And then plus like the story isn't pretty engaging as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love, and I love that they actually mention, uh, they bring up Marty and um, what's... Marty I forgot that name. Fuck. Uh, they bring up Marty and Matthew McConaughey's characters in season three. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know Rusty. That Russ. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know that it's actually related. Mm-hmm. Also, season one has some funny-ass parts, man. The part when they're when they're fighting outside the police station. Yes. And yes, Russ is says. fucking him up. <laughs> and the other cop is like, God damn, you're getting your ass kicked, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Nah, that, sh- that show's lit, bro. And also, yo, shout-outs to... Uh, the, the director of season one, Carrie uh, Fukuyama. Yes, Fukuyama. Fukuyama or something like that. Yes, who's uh, who's directing the next James Bond. That yes, you're right. He's directing the next James Bond I was going to say The Flash because he was supposed to do that. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, this film looks beautiful. I mean, this, 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 the show. Show, this show looks beautiful. Yes. The, 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 uh, the, the wide landscapes and all those different shots, the mm-hmm. way they decided to shoot it. The cinematog- cinematography is A1. Yes, if you haven't watched it, guys, definitely give that a watch. G, you especially, sir. True Detective. Watch that. Um, HBO. You know what? You, you obviously have HBO Go because you have my account. Yeah, but I gotta use my phone. Just watch it. I'm not gonna use my phone I'm in the house. Next on the list is a show that you guys enjoy very much. I've actually personally never seen it. I catch it like in the background, so you're gonna have to talk about this. Oh. I must say, Rick um, and Morty. Rick and Morty, when it first... I did not watch when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a friend, um, my man Clutch, that pulled up last time. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just like, yo, you ever watch Rick and Morty? And it was a shorty that I was talking to at the time. She was like, yo, Rick and Morty. And I was just it wasn't like, Naomi? Nah, it was Naomi. Damn. Was not Naomi. yet. This, this was the past me, you feel me? But it's Dude was always like having to old them. You still ain't shit. This is the new me. <laughs> but nah, but for real, um, the first episode I saw was the Mr. Um, Mumsy's episode, and basically there was this creature that Rick had made for his family to entertain him. Mm-hmm. So you would ask Mr. Mumsy to do a chore or some type of task, and he would complete it. But the, it had to be simple. It couldn't be too too complicated, because if it was, he'd multiply, and when he'd multiply, things just got... Is ready. it a little blue thing? Yeah, the blue Okay, thing okay, 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 I know what you're right? talking about. Alright, so... Basically, it, it sh- shit was just hilarious. They ended up multiplying, ended up killing themselves, and honestly, it was just science fiction with dark humor. 
that's old um, Rick and Morty really is. And, and it's getting like seven more seasons. Oh, it is? Yeah, they just renewed that shit for like 70 episodes. Yo, let's get it, yo! They are, they are not playing with it. It's them. only 30 episodes out right now, yo. I'm so happy because the way it ends, it ends with, with a crazy cliffhanger. Okay. That's why. But I'm not. Rick and Morty is definitely that show. After I saw that one episode, I binge-watched all those episodes. I think it was probably like a good week, and then I was done with all three seasons. Mm-hmm. And I was so sad when I was like, yo, when are we getting more? And everybody was like, it's, it's a dub. It's a dub for you. It's a dub for you. <laughs> I was so sick. But now, nah, this this is definitely a great show. This is up there with, um you know, like Family Guy. And, yeah, yeah. Robot chicken and things like that. Um, it definitely just shows Rick and Morty. Um, Rick being the scientist granddad, always intoxicated, you know, always on something, always under the influence. While he has Morty, his psychic, which is his grandson, and they go through um, different parallel universes, you know, yeah. getting into trouble and whatnot, things like that. Bada boom, bada bing. It's really funny because Rick is so smart that he needs Morty, somebody so dumb, to cancel out his brainwaves so his enemies don't find him, which wow. is the funny part. But um, yeah, um, Morty's definitely just a human shield, honestly. Mm. Um, Rick basically, there's basically this temple of Rick with all the Rick's from different universes. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. You see him and you see them selling Mortys and stuff like that. Oh, this Morty lost his Rick. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm not, it's a really great show. I suggest anybody that loves Family Guy, um, or, you know, American Dad or any of those type of shows, definitely check out, um, Rick and Morty. Nice. So next on the list is... Netflix's BoJack Horseman. Yeah, man, I've talked about BoJack Horseman on our adult episode, adult cartoons episode, um, and I guess I said everything there was to say about it. It's getting its final season, uh, this this at the end of this year, and I then watch it. part two in January, and that's going to be it for BoJack Horseman. His journey from season one up until now has just been like the funniest, but like sad. Thing I've probably like watched, like seen from cartoons, mm-hmm. like and and like I said, it's just a a master class in like examining the human condition and like what's wrong with us and why people do drugs and have crazy like have crazy sex and treat their friends and loved ones like like pieces of shit. And it always comes down to, to trauma, and the fact that BoJack Horseman takes the time in a fucking adult cartoon show to like examine that and mm-hmm. bring attention to it, and that you could actually take that and apply it to real life. It's just genius, and I, and I think like the writing on the show is masterful. All of the voice actors do a great job. Will Arnett, Allison Brie, um, Aaron Paul, uh, even all the the celebrity cameos in the show, and the way like it set it set itself in in a fictional version of L.A. that still feels like somewhat real, even though it's all animals, man. This show is just hilarious, mm-hmm. and I think if you haven't checked it out, you should absolutely check it out. It might not be for you, but if if you like that type of stuff, if you like dark humor and a little with a little bit of existentialism in it, you'll fuck with Bojack Horseman. I'm gonna watch it. How long each episode? Twenty minutes. And how long? How many episodes are there? Thirteen. Seventeen. Seventeen. Nah, 13. it's like twelve. No, nah, I'm, I'm gonna give it a shot. It's 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 funny. Yeah, I, I gotta watch it. It's I really keep, funny. This la- this last season was great. I'm gonna watch it. It's very it's very meta. Next on the list, Netflix's Daredevil and Marvel's Daredevil. Yeah. Please don't tell me I'm not I'm the only one in this room that's watched Daredevil. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I watched the first two episodes, mm-hmm. and I just you, you didn't like it. I didn't. I don't know if I didn't like it or I was watching the show at the time and just kind of it just fell on the wayside. Okay. But I just never. And don't get me wrong, I've heard amazing things about season one and three. Even two was pretty good too. Yeah. I think. But um, I might eventually go back to it. But the other thing is too because it's canceled now. I don't want to watch it. 
Like, if that makes sense. Okay. Like, I, well, no, yeah, you don't want to watch I, an incomplete story. Yeah. I, well, no, I can say confidently, after, and I just rewatched season three of Daredevil. It does wrap up as if they knew they weren't getting another season, and it wraps up as cleanly as possible. Mm-hmm. It does feel like every character fulfills his arc, and the, the show doesn't need to go on. It's not like it ends on a not no Luke Cage shit. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It doesn't end on a crazy cliffhanger like that. Um, but I just remember like my initial excitement when I heard about this show coming on Netflix when I heard that it was going to be dark because I was in that wheelhouse. I was in that small minority. It was like I didn't mind Daredevil as a kid, and as I got older, it was kind of trash. I didn't like it at all when I was a kid either. I liked it as a kid. I liked it as I liked it as a kid. Yeah, edgy. Yeah. Um, so when I heard that they were going to be doing this but the right way and it was going to be take place in the MCU, I was like, oh shit, this is going to be crazy. Right. And the first episode when they established like the realism and like the fight scenes and that this is not a character that can just beat everyone's ass and that he he takes punches that he takes punches and that it was dark and that it was also a crime like this is a legit crime drama first before anything mm-hmm. else. I was like, oh okay, cool. And another great thing about this show is that it takes its time. It's not about oh let's just give them you know crazy action every single episode. No, this this show focuses on story and character, and it really gets into who Matt Murdock is and why he chooses to be a lawyer by day and a superhero at night. Mm. And also, it gives us Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin, which is we were talking about uh, superhero castings last uh, last episode. Mm-hmm. We didn't get to talk about TV. He's up there. Yeah, he this kingpin is terrifying, and it's if they ever do um, want to do kingpin in the MCU movies in the Spider Man movie or something, I need I need them to bring bring him back. Mm-hmm. You know, just just cast him and don't mention it. like how they did J Jonah Jameson. Right. Bring bring if you don't bring anyone in, bring Charlie Cox in as Matt Murdock and bring Vincent D'Onofrio in. And season I can't even get into season two. <laughs> the first four episodes are some of the most riveting like action-packed episodes mm-hmm. of television nice. with by introducing Frank Castle and the Punisher with John Bernthal, mm-hmm. who's the perfect Punisher. And this guy is like, you're not supposed to root for Punisher. Punisher's not a good guy. Punisher's, he kills bad guys. Mm-hmm. Punisher's fucking insane. Right. And this is the yeah. first time they actually got into that on, on screen. And she's like, no, this guy needs to be arrested. Someone get up, <laughs> like, get in, like, the, there's a, a phenomenal scene in season two with uh, Daredevil top, uh, chain chained to a rooftop and, and him and Punisher just do, doing this back and forth about battle of ideologies and just the dialogue is just hitting and that's when you realize like oh, okay this is not just a, a regular superhero show You're, mm-hmm. like we're watching something else yeah. and you know season 3 like it's just a return to form with season 1 uh, King Bing comes back he's worse than ever he manipulates the entire FBI and it's, it's just it's just great it's just a, an entire 12 episodes of, of cat and mouse bullseye comes in and he's no colin farrell he's fucking fucking fantastic and he's Mm -hmm. scary because anything is a weapon Mm -hmm. and they really get into that like it's his superpower but yeah man and it this started the whole you know marvel netflix Netflix universe it it went in some directions i didn't like but it did give us jessica jones season one which i really like i did enjoy some parts of luke cage i liked it i was one of the small uh small minority that enjoyed the defenders so it all started here, man. Daredevil deserves this recognition. Nice. All right. Um, next on the list, another show that we've talked about in depth. Have you seen it yet? No. <sighs> all right. Was. Netflix. <laughs> Netflix is Stranger Things. Uh, I already told you already. I love season three. I'm gonna watch it again mm-hmm. later this year when I mm-hmm. finish a show that we're gonna talk about later on. But yeah, it's an amazing show, bro. I, we already we had a whole yeah episode, we, we did so have an like, entire episode. I don't have to. If you haven't seen it, go back and, and uh, watch our saw, startup. You saw my Stranger Things poster, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in your room. Hmm. Yeah, I, I just have to hang it up. I got the frame. I got the. You frame was looking up. through his room. 
Don't do that. <laughs> don't, do that. don't do that. Don't do that. First of all, it was a gift that he got, and he was just showing I, I, Oh, so and you invited him to your room. You can see it too, right? I don't want to see your room. You, first of all, if you want me to call you out, you went, like you came to my hotel room. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> exactly. Right, that's like, nah, you OD in the sandwich, bro. That's OD. Turn, bro. Yeah, that's OD. Nah, you want to make jokes. Whoa. <laughs> but that's bad on your part, too, though. Nah, it's not. Nah, because you opened the door and allowed him to come in. Not right. then. Good. You like you was like I was expecting you. So nah, right? I, I won't. <laughs> I came out in the room. <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> I didn't know you were coming this quickly. Room service. <laughs> like, great. Why are you? Why, gee, why are you holding a tray? <laughs> What's on that tray, sir? Somebody order room service. Uh, yeah, you should have said that. That should have definitely. Yeah, been, it was a little pause. Yeah, I didn't even pause, know that, sir. Pause. Nah, okay. Oh, I was trying to defend you. Will. If you must know, I was over. I was at his house getting mac and cheese. Pause. I was getting actual mac and cheese, macaroni and cheese. His mother's mac and cheese. It was delicious. Let her know it was delicious, by the way. I got you. Yes. She's going to be like, who said that? Pussy Ralph? (laughs) Like, I don't know that. She wouldn't say that. She she, she did. That's pretty mean. You know, honestly, when you're not there, when when, after she said Ralph, it got like a bad taste in her mouth, she just always. She does. Oh, she's just just Ralph. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, yo, I'll I'll be right back. Anyway, Stranger Things. (laughs) Uh, Kai, anything? Uh, no, I just love this show a lot. It's just a lot of fun. You know what? Now, now that we're on this, I, I, you know what I recently just watched it the first time? And yeah. the only time, because I didn't even like it, The Goonies. I, I like okay. The Goonies. I didn't like The Goonies, bro. Like you didn't fuck with The Goonies? The Goonies bro, it's, uh, they're annoying, bro. Oh, what are they No, they're annoying, bro. People, uh, But you can bro. say these kids are annoying. Kids are annoying. Nah, I like Dustin. I like, um... L- Lucas is annoying. Lucas is annoying in season one. I wanted to punch yeah, him in his face. Yeah, Lucas is annoying. Mike Will is, is a bozo. Mike is annoying. Mike's not annoying. Mike is annoying. Mike is not annoying. Mike is annoying. Mike is irritating. He's a little shit. Seasons two and three, he are, he is a shit. He's not, but he's a kid though. But that's my point. That's kids are anno- kids. No, are bro. But these kids are mad, loud, and obnoxious. Like I, 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 I wanted to punch Sean Austin in the face, bro. <laughs> we're not. I'm not. We're not gonna. <laughs> nah, we're not doing that, bro. Gloonies is a classic. Gloonies is lit. No, it's no, it's not lit. Wait, Don't tell me it's lit. Gloonies is fire. Don't tell me it's lit. Don't tell me it's lit. It's literally a classic. It's not a classic. Yes, bro. it is. Yo, I, I didn't even watch the end of it. That doesn't mean just I was so tired of you it. You bugging out, bro? Yeah, bugging I didn't out. like it. Goonies is fire. Hey, teach his own. It started off great. Don't get me wrong, but as like the show, the story progressed, I'm like, this sucks, and the acting is terrible. I don't when know. did that come the, out? The, in like the eighties? Yeah, it came out like eighty five. Those child yeah. actors were not good. They're not that bad. No, it, bro, it bad, bro. I, I, yeah. we're gonna. I'm gonna rewatch it with you, and I'm gonna show you what I'm talking. You don't about have to point out bad acting to me. I am. I know how to analyze film. I don't want to watch a little... Just, when when Sean Austin's character is... They're in the, they're, what's his name? Aston. Is that his name? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm talking about the, the character's name. Oh, no. That's the actor's name. All right, whatever. I'm talking about the character's name. Oh, okay. What's the, what's the character's name? I don't remember. Whatever. When he's talking in the attic, explaining the story, he's literally reading a cue card. <laughs> right here, bro. It don't matter. That's terrible. <laughs> and you can see it. His eyes are moving. <laughs> I'm like, this is horrible. He's nervous. And I understand it's, it's a kid. Bro. I get it. But all four of them. And then the, the, um, the one from Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom. Uh, short round. Bro, that kid is annoying, son. <laughs> I didn't even like him in, in um, Temple of Doom. I think you're racist. I think you're racist. That's not racist at all. He's annoying. <laughs> You don't like him because he's Asian. No, <laughs> that's messed up. Yo, I, I never said I that. fuck with him, OD. No, I, no, I don't. Now he don't like short rounds. Oh, my God. Yeah, OD. Bro, I didn't like him. Bro, I, you, you and I, 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 I... Honestly, that's the Asian dude you, like, choose last on a, on a basketball court because you've been with him. What? No, what? what are we talking about? I'm not talking about basketball. I, we're supposed to be talking about Stranger Things. Uh, this, <laughs> is, this is what the Stranger Things is based on. Is it not? All yes. right, then. The Goonies was obviously the more superb specimen. Stop it. Stop it. Stranger Things is better than... 
Don't you think it's better than the Goonies? No. I mean, I don't want to compare the two. It's just say it's better the than the Goonies. Goonies no. is better. <sighs> you haven't seen them, so you can't really say. Stranger <laughs> Things is better than anything on TV right now. Anyways, moving on. Um, that's not better than Game of Thrones. <laughs> nah, it's not better than Game of Thrones. I'm fucking out. Yeah, it was an exaggeration. Stop it. Next on the list, guys. Unless you have any some something to add to it. No, no. Gee, watch the show. God, nah, I'm shout out to the Demi Gorgon. Yo, and I, hoppers a lot. The Demi Dogs. I, I, I was driving today, and uh, I saw somebody with a bumper sticker. They said, "I'm baby Demi Gorman in the bag." That's kind of cute. Yeah, they're losers. No, that's not. They said it's cute. That's kind of cute. It's fucking loser. Bro, you, you know it's an insult? A Demi Gorgon is my baby's in the back? <laughs> I wanted to. I'm just a little ugly bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ram him off the road. Wow. All right. I don't okay. know about that. Moving on before we get in trouble. Uh, HBO's Westworld. Yeah. Another yeah. show. We talked about this before. Yeah, we, we talked did. about HBO's Westworld. Have you you've seen it? No. Oh, my God. Gee, stop watching anime and get to watch some real shows, bro. Um, as far as, especially, as far as Westworld goes, I love season one. I was totally engrossed in it. Season two, it's ambitious. It's very ambitious. I think it gets too big for its britches sometimes. Yes, but I still enjoyed it. And I did enjoy it too. I got lost. And I don't like, I didn't, I don't enjoy being lost in shows because I pay attention. Mm -hmm. So if I'm paying attention to your shit and I'm still lost... You're just being convoluted for convolution state. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. Yeah, this, that, especially this, like the last two episodes. It was like, like it was like okay, slow it down. We don't need to be telling three different timelines mm-hmm. with four different sets of characters, all at different points and events happening here and here and then being taking place out of order, and then killing off damn near the entire fucking cast. Yeah. Spoiler alert! Halfway through it, I was just like. Okay, I did enjoy the trip through Samurai World. I mean, Shogun World. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. That was I, a great episode. Yeah, I like that episode. I like the uh, Akichita episode that everyone raves about. The, the what? The, the Akichita episode. that folk, The one with narration and a focus on the uh, Native American. And oh, wife. yes. Yes, that and is was, a good episode. It was a singular focus episode. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, going back, I just like and love season one. Like, every twist uh, was like hit and knocked. Uh, when you find out that... Um, uh, what's my man's name? Jeffrey Wright mm-hmm. is actually a robot. It was one of those things like, I, I, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, I know one of these motherfuckers is a robot, but like just the way it, like it was obvious, but the way they handled it, it was like, oh, it was a, it was a stark revelation, which was dope. Then uh, Anthony Hopkins characters, when he goes out, you don't see that coming. Yeah. I still, I need to watch the season. I still don't, I'm not able to nail down Anthony Hopkins motivations. Is he just fucking I don't nuts? Think we, we don't know yet. I think okay. it's still not revealed. Cause, cause I, my evaluation from it was that he was just fucking nuts, which I'm okay with. No, I f- he 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 wanted the 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 robots to have consciousness. Okay, so I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I got to rewatch it as well. But yeah. from what I from what I remember, but knowing that that would lead to them going batshit and killing all his guests, that kind of makes you nuts. It, it's mass genocide. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> that's kind of crazy. It is what it is. But no, this, like I said, I think the show is also just a technical achievement. The special effects in it are yes. crazy. It's a very beautiful show. To yeah, watch. it's. Uh, it's filmed like a movie. This is this falls within that Game of Thrones. I think Game it's of HBO Thrones, again. Yeah, and I think Game of Thrones opened up the door to give us shows like this. Yes, you know what I mean. So and, and I was and I was skeptical at first because I heard that this was a remake of a, a movie. movie. Yes, so I was like, oh, I don't know how we're gonna do with that. But mm-hmm. your boy's brother, um, Christopher Christopher Nolan, his brother Jonathan Nolan, Jonathan Nolan and his mm-hmm. and his wife Lisa Joy, they know how to get busy. <laughs> they definitely do. And I don't mean like that. I mean in, in the You meant both ways. But yeah, it's alright. Yeah. But yeah, no, this this show is definitely awesome. What Season 3 is coming out the next year, correct? Yeah. twenty Early 2020. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for that. But yeah. Dope. Moving on to a show that I think we've all watched. Yes. FX's Atlanta. Atlanta. We do not get enough of this show. We have not gotten enough of this show. We literally have not gotten enough of this show. And I'm very upset about it because I love 
both seasons of Fuck this Donald Glover, bro. He's getting me tired. Yeah, I can't. Donnie, you pissing me off, bro. The fact that <clears throat> yeah, I I'll say stuff his, like his this. Converse, I, I haven't finished the show. I, I think I'm on like the second. I'm on like the the semi finale of um season one. Just watch Teddy Perkins. That's I right. haven't I haven't finished it because you, it's an incomplete story. Like yeah, it, it needs to. It needs to, he needs to come back for for season three. I will tell you this one though. I love season one a lot more than season two. I think season one is the superior season yeah. as far as com- like from a comedic standpoint. Okay. Season one is like drop dead. No, it's hilarious. F- funny, like hilarious. Because I compare it to like I think it's a live action Boondocks. Okay, you know like the way Boondocks was able to like point point fun at it and was like satirical. I think they pull that off in mm-hmm. this weird like alternate universe way, and it's, it feels very surreal. Yeah, like the fact that they actually meet up with the amigos and they like actually like sell drugs in the woods. Facts, facts, facts. Was fucking hilarious. That's what's hilarious. Um, Paperboy? Paper, yo, I buy Paperboy paper as Paperboy, Paperboy. He's my he's my favorite he's my favorite character. Oh no, yeah. I think I think um fuck, why am I drunk? Brian Tyson Brian Tyree is Brian the best. Brian Henry Tyree, whatever. Brian, yeah, Brian Henry Tyree is one of the is the best actor on the show. And that includes Donald oh. Gover. I think he's the best actor on the show. I think it's him and I think it's whatchamacallit. And it's um Lakeith? Uh no. I actually Zazzy? I think Zazzy beats. I think they're. I think those. I think those two are the real stars of the show, because mm-hmm. those two are taken through a more emotional journey than anyone else. To me, for the exe- for the exception of Teddy Perkins, you know, uh, Darius is just there. He's great, mm-hmm. but he's there. He's in. He's an inconsequential character, you know. And Donald Glover, bad shit just happens to him. Yeah, and he just doesn't do anything. It's about an easy it. part to play. Yeah. somewhat. He's very stoic. He doesn't. He has like his like little one liners, but those two. I think just do an amazing job of like uh, react, uh, setting things into motion, and then reacting when bad when shit happens to them, and they and they provide the biggest challenge for Earn. Yeah, which is dope. You prefer season one or two? One. Yeah, I like two. I no, I like I like two too, but I think season one is a lot funnier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also don't like the idea that you know Donald Glover isn't in a lot of season two. No, it's true. He's in. There's a lot of episodes where he's not in it, and I'm just like, okay. I love Teddy Perkins though. That episode. Um, uh, Teddy Perkins grew on me. I didn't enjoy it the first. I was like, that's what I like, Mike. Yeah. Um, the first episode, the first time I watched it, I was like, all right, we're getting an hour episode, and it was literally just Darius walking around this creepy motherfucker's house. It was, was a like, horror episode. I was like, what the fuck is this? It was cool. It was no, it was interesting, and it felt commercial cool. free too. Yeah, it was commercial free. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was a waste of the episode. No, when I when I first watched oh, when, when I first watched it, I thought it was. It means nothing. It doesn't mean anything to the overall story. No, it do, it doesn't do anything to the. It's like it's like an anthology episode. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a standalone episode. Like you could watch the season and not watch Teddy Perkins, and you'll. It's follow. a bo- it's a bottle episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a fella. But it's still cool though. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a cool, it. it's a cool, it's a cool episode. Yeah. Um, actually, my favorite episode of that season, Alligator Man. Oh, the, the first, first episode, one? yeah. Which, the other one was with the barbershop one. You like the barbershop one? Yeah, that was so The funny. barbershop one was kind of getting me tight. No, I'm lying. The best one's the pajama party. Yes. That one's yes, a good yes, episode. Yes, 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 yeah, I love, nah, I love nah, when, uh, when uh, whatchamacallit beats the shit out of Yeah, at the end. It's like, yo, pull this fucking car over, man. Pull the fucking car over. Okay. Cause I, yo, because I'm like, yo, Ern, you about to get fucked up, bro. You about to get Ern can't fight. Yeah, I'm like, yo, bro, <laughs> not even that. Like, he just got out of jail. What yeah, are you doing? He's Aki, too. Yeah. Pause. Pause. And he even won any problems. Like nah, he, he didn't. You, you know, you can fight when you don't want to really fight nobody. Yeah, he's like, like bro, yo, I really want to fuck you up. He's bro. like, bro, if this car pull over, <laughs> so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he's like, come on, man, yo, come on, man, get your fucking cousin. 
<laughs> I gotta say, I just love how, like, granted, it takes place in. I love how country and authentic everyone sounds. Mm-hmm. Like those accents are just like perfect. But yeah, no, this this is a really good show. I like it. Yeah. Um. Next, HBO is another one. I'm just this on this thing. HBO's Boardwalk Empire. Now, again, I've never watched the show before. Mm-hmm. So, Kai, have you watched the show, G? No. Kai, take it over. Um. Please. I think this show, yes, this show came out in 2010. Before Game of Thrones, this would might have been one of the most ambitious shows on TV. Mm-hmm. Once you watch this, once watch the first episode, directed by Martin Scorsese, and you're going to be like, uh, this is a TV show? Mm-hmm. They built, I think, like a three or four million dollar set uh, to recreate the boardwalk in New Jersey. I think. And it's I pretty think, dope. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, this show is super ambitious, man. It's it's an, It's a historical crime drama with damn near every single uh, living crime figure in it and just like navigating through 1920 through the 1920s and Prohibition era. And, and, it, and it's dope. I mean, you have um, Steve Buscemi playing the titular character of Nucky, Nucky Thompson, who's, you root for him, but he's also a son of a bitch. You have Al Capone in this show. You have Lucky Luciano in this show. You have Arnold Rothstein. You have... Um, you have a uh, Marizano, like all these like real gang Bugsy, yeah, Bugsy Siegel, all the people that you read about, you get to see them in this show, working within the confines of this story, and where a lot of it is, uh, where some of it is made up, of course, because you do have fictional characters. A lot of this stuff is actual history, and it shows how brutal things used to be back in the day. Where it's like there was no forensics, there was no CSI, so right. if I walked up and shot him off in the face and walked right. off, I was cool. And like the, it's it shows how scary it was back it's in the days. Yeah, and and it's crazy because you know like it shows that prohibition gave birth to organized crime. Mm-hmm. And it and it really is like an analysis of like why like of you know the criminal justice system and why you know sometimes some things are just stupid to be illegal because when it 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 opens the door for criminality. You know what I mean? Like, like we wouldn't have wrong. Exactly. We wouldn't have people uh, shooting and killing themselves over this illegal shit if it was legal. Because if, if it was legal for me to sell liquor and someone robs me, I can call the police. The same way as like if it was legal for me to sell this drug and someone robs me and it was regulated, I can go to the police. Because I can't do that, now I have to take extreme measures and now you have violence. Mm-hmm. And this show is really violent, bloody, but it's amazing. Um, season 3 with, um, what's his name? Bill, uh, Bobby Cannavale. Mm-hmm. The the actor he plays this sadistic Italian gangster and I and he won an Emmy for the performance and this shit is just great and epi- from episode one to episode I think twelve uh, where it concludes it's just a nonstop ride and it's crazy and oh I can't forget to mention my man uh, Richard Harrow who is a, a World War II veteran turned hitman mm-hmm. that has the side of his face blown off and he has this like dark rasp and he's a sniper and he's one of the most badass characters in in television yeah yeah. And he's a sit like he'll he'll kill it. There's no one he won't kill, but you still feel bad for this guy, and you want him to like find a happy ending. Mm. And this is not a show about good people versus bad people. Everyone's evil in their own way, and everyone's good in their own way. Is it better than The Sopranos? No, I will. I won't say it's better than The Sopranos. As in, it's far more ambitious than The Sopranos. Mm. And Terrence Winter, who wrote on The Sopranos, actually made this show. Okay. Um. The Sopranos is just far more entertaining. I think it's better written as far as like dialogue goes and just char- and stronger characters. But this show is far more ambitious. It is a bigger show. Mm-hmm. It it has a lot more on its shoulders than The Sopranos. Okay. So I think that's where it deserves its recognition. Gotcha. Next on the list, a show again that I have not seen or G has not seen. 
I seen this. You've seen this before? Hell no. I was about to say. You don't watch Better Call Saul? AMC's Better Call no. Saul. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. You watched Breaking Bad, though. He's watched Bigs and Pieces. I didn't finish it. Oh, you never finished Breaking Bad? But Better Call Saul only saw like one episode. Oh. No, Better Call Saul, Saul, I'll I'll keep this one short. Better Call Saul is a a cool show. If you're a fan of Breaking Bad and you just wanted more, if you enjoyed the character of Saul, this show allows you to go back and see what made him into the man he was. Is he that cool of a character? Saul? To get his own show? They, They, that was my concern. I didn't think he was that as interesting, but they are able to, you know, come up and and make him a compelling character in his past. And Mm -hmm. what they also do is they also split his story arc with Mike. You you know Mike, right? The old man. Uh, So it actually, you're actually watching two shows. You're watching the Saul show, which is more like leaning towards dark comedy and like antics. Mm -hmm. And then you also have Mike's side of the show, which is like the Breaking Bad side of the show. So that's where you get the, that's where you get the Mexican cartel. That's where you get... All the, all the history. Yeah, basically. and you get to see two. You get to see a younger, two, a younger, crazier Tuco. You get to see Gus in his early days. You get to see all that, and, and it's really like you're watching two shows, which is really interesting. Um, it was like ten episodes, something like that, right? Um, the first season, yeah. Oh, it's two seasons. No, there's there's three seasons. Couple. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, it's returning. Oh. It's returning for a fourth. No, no, I'm sorry. It's, it's returning for a fifth season. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's oh, returning for a fifth season. Better yeah, um, and it, it's cool because it just allows the the creator Vince Gilligan to you know expound upon the world that he already established and continue to play in that sandbox. Mm-hmm. So it's nice, nice. very good. Uh, I don't know what network this show is on. Um, TV Land. What no, are you talking about? Uh, Big Mouth. All right, Big Mouth. Yeah. Oh, Netflix. Netflix. Netflix's Big Mouth. Pause. We talked about we talked about the show. This is this is a funny show. I'm gonna have to check it out. You haven't checked it out yet. You know why I haven't checked it out yet? Why? Because Netflix has not been working for me for the past week, and I realized I had to uninstall it on Xbox and reinstall it. Poor (laughs) bum ass Xbox. Loser. (laughs) Nah. uh, Big Mouth. Big Mouth is just a hilarious show that takes us through like a group of kids in middle school going through puberty, and it's just it's just hilarious, and hilarity ensues. And a lot, like I said in the last uh, last week's episode, not sorry, the adult cartoon episode, it's just very relatable. You can like anyone that watched the show can think back to a time it was like, oh wow, I was feeling that way. Oh wow, that's how me and my friends like viewed that. And, and it and it continues in each season. It continues to build on those things. You would think that. You can't really get into like puberty, like it's very, it's a very short period in your life. Nah, it gets into everything. And yeah, that's it. Scoodle. All right, very nice. Thank you. All right, finally, finally, a good show that we're gonna talk about. Not the voice. Um, Netflix's The Haunting of Hill House. This show is so lit. Cause I, I'm, I'm saying that because I'm actually rewatching it now. This mm-hmm. shit is wild. No, bro, this is an amazing show. All right, the cast is great. I'm gonna tell the you. The star right. of the show. Um, what? Go ahead and say it. I just want to cut you off. Keep going. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I had nothing to say. All right, cool. The star of the show is Mike Flanagan because the direction of this movie, I mean, this uh, this show is absolutely phenomenal. And I will say this. For anyone that's off-put by it being a horror show, I don't even like horror movies myself. I think, Kai, you were explaining to me one day like how this show was. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, it's a, it's a scary show, yes, but it's not like The Exorcist scary. Or it's more of like a, a thriller where you have to think about it rather than that. And it, there's there's just some there's definitely scary components to it, and it's definitely creepy. But it's not like over. It's not too much of it. Or okay. it's like I'm not gonna be able to sleep at night. Gotcha. I don't know if you had the same feeling. Like it's scary, but it's not like the Babadook or something that like a, like um what's the, or like Paranormal Activity where it's like, bro, I can't. 
fucking move at night or like sleep at night or something like that. Um, I don't find it to be that scary. Box with the paranoia, bro. I, I don't. I don't. I can't relate to his feelings. Yeah, the movies box. never made me feel that way. None what? Of, none of it's real. I listen. I, what about right, you, so, Centipede? Uh, that's fair. You saw that? I don't like. That's no. What about no, you, Centipede? No, that's that's just that's just gross. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's disgusting. <laughs> but I do I do understand what you're saying. I, don't I? All right. So I I, I, I get what you're box. saying. I I I don't like horror movies, bro. I, I don't. I stay away from it. I don't. Like, I stay away from it. I don't listen. I'm the, I'm the most gangster person you guys know, and I don't want. So <laughs> you want to like, drop that like like as a straight fact? Let me get that off. But um, but yeah. So I don't. <laughs> so I don't like horror movies like that. No, we we'll let you get that off. Game Thank you, sir. Uh, but nah, Kai, you explain. You put me on this show. I will definitely give you credit for this. Thanks. You you were explaining to me how the show was done, and there was like creepy aspects of like. You could be walking like the a character could be. Walking. A lot of stuff happens in the background, and there's there's a, like there's ghosts in the background. Like so, let's say me and you were talking. I'm in focus right now. There's a ghost back there, like some real life shit. And, but it's it's out of focus, but it's there. Yeah, like real life. No, it's not real. All right, but it's eerie. And so when you're watching, your hair is it's, like stand up. It's yeah. like it's so funny. It, it it relies on it relies on terror as opposed to horror. Okay. Whereas terror is the anticipation of something horrific happening. Whereas horror is like the after effect, mm-hmm. so there is a lot of there's a lot of build up, there's a lot of tension, and it uses tension in the same way where it's like you're watching like a tension scene where you're like oh I don't know if someone's gonna die or not, mm-hmm. you're watching a tension scene not knowing if something's gonna pop out at you or not, and a lot of the times mm-hmm. it doesn't. It's like a haunted house. Yeah, it, it, and that's and that's what it feels like. It it and uh, episode six I think is the, the greatest example of that. Um, with the, I still don't know how they do it. With, I want to know how they shot the one that shot. Episode. Yes. Oh, I can tell you how they do the one shots. How, they, how they, do they go from the funeral home to like? All right, this is there's a scene where the dad is walking through a hallway, and in one side it, of the hallway it's like the funeral home, and then as he walks through the door, it becomes to the house. Like, how it, the fuck did they do that? They, they hide the cut. How though? You so if you pay attention, like if you watch really closely, there'll always be a zoom in or there'll be a blockage of something, and that's where they hide a cut. Like that's how they. F- I know. Don't get, I understand how how hiding a cut works. How they, that's how they did the opening scene in La La Land. But that particular like sequence where he's he's walking in the hallway. There's no cut. They might have just. They're ha- they they, they might have built a set really well. But yeah. That's that was my other thing. They had to like I I thought they built a set mm. connected to that house because I don't understand how else you could do that. But point being is like. That's what I'm saying. Mike Flanagan is the show. Like the way he directs it, and I can't. He's he's directing another horror movie coming. Uh, Doctor Sleep. Yes, I'm actually gonna watch that movie. I've never even seen um, The Shining. The Shining, and I'm gonna watch Doctor Sleep. I think, the Shining. I think you should watch The Shining. No, I'm gonna watch The Shining because it's it, it's a very classic movie. I just never got to watch it. Yeah, but um, but yeah. Anyways, going back to the show. So yeah, it's it's a scary movie, but it's not really about like the haunted house itself. It's about the kids. Yeah, about their journey, their backstory, the dad, the mom. So I I love this show. I'm on. I rewatched it, of course, but I'm on the last episode now. Yeah, I, I, I like, like you said, I really like this show. Um, I'm not, I'm also not the biggest fan. I don't crave horror, like I'm not a, like, I don't crave it like that. But you know, if I do come across something or someone brings something to my attention, like I will watch it. Um, yeah, this 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 show's amazing. Like I said, like you said, uh, the way it's able to establish, you know, atmosphere and make it very creepy and very eerie, and if, mm-hmm. and you have this uneasy ambiance throughout the entire. Uh, what six eight episodes? There's ten. Ten episodes. Yeah, it's just great, and I love the singular focus. Every episode focuses on one member of the family, and it shows like all the trauma. Uh, which McCallit's episode? The episode when the girl dies, where she hangs herself. 
To mm, me, it was Nell. To yeah. me, yeah, episode Nell's story was like the most heartbreaking to me. I was like, God, damn. yeah. Like you see how she like finds love and her husband dies and she's going, she's losing her mind. I'm which, sorry, Nell. Yeah, it, <laughs> which is dope. And the show is really well written. You can tell yes. that they took their time in writing this show and carefully putting it together because it's based on a book. Yes, from um, actually from like I think like the sixties. Yeah, um, Mary Shelley. Yeah, who also made Frankenstein. Um, Good for you, sir. Thank you. Um, yeah, Haunting Hell House is a great show. Um, they're coming back. They're making an anthology series. I actually called that a long time ago. Because um, I did knew, say this. Because it was so popular. Um, yeah, I'm excited for the show to come back. It was definitely one of the highlights of mm-hmm. this decade. What was your What was your scariest part? Um, okay, and that's my oh, the part that made you scared. Okay, and I, and that's my criticism of this show. I did not like all the jump scares. I don't think jump scares are... I think jump scares are very cheap. I think they need to be used sparingly, and I think they didn't sometimes. Uh-huh. I think they... Because oh, there's, like, episodes where there's, like, three or four jump scares, and it's like, after the after the third one, I'm just sucking my teeth, and I'm just like, okay. Just like, getting frustrated. Yeah, with it's just like, yeah, it's like, all right, like, freak me out the, like, freak me out the way I like, where, like, you're focusing on two characters talking, and there's a creepy motherfucker in the background that, mm-hmm. like, out of focus. That's scary to me. Jump scares right. is just, like, a punch in the nuts. Like, aha, I hurt you. Like yeah, it's a cheap shot. The the, the worst one is when they're in talking the car. In the car, in the car. yeah. The, the car. I know it's coming, and it's it's still scary. I, I see. I'll give them. I'll give that one to them because I didn't see that one coming. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. Typically, nothing bad happens when two people are arguing like that. No, no, no. The first time I watch, I, I almost shit my pants. I'm saying like even on a rewatch. Oh, okay. I know it's coming, and um, it's still like scary. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. But yeah, this show is great. I don't want to give up any spoilers because if you haven't seen it, watch it. Because it's October, it's Halloween season. Like, y'all should definitely watch it. Yeah, get the show watched. Definitely. Um, Next on the list, another, I guess, Halloween theme show. Yes, maybe. Somewhere, kind of, sort of. AMC's The Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, so this show's a piece of shit now. Wow. But Yeah. Yeah, yeah this show's a piece yeah. of trash now. But when this show started in 2010, man, and I watched it for the first time in college, this show was, this was shit? my shit. It was like I Am Legend. That's, that's yeah. what I got. Yeah. I, re- I remember the first night I watched it, it was me and a group of group of people. We were just like in the room and it was dark out. And you're doing acid? No, nah, it was like two It was like two o'clock in the mo- morning. The, the acid was done. Um, uh, I'm kidding. I don't do acid. Um, anymore. See, anybody knows that the acid is done. Who says that? Fucking loser. <laughs> Fucking narc. <laughs> the acid is done. All right, you druggie. You're a narc. You're a drug addict. <laughs> wow. No, but yeah, wow. we're, we're, we're sitting, we're sitting there. We're sitting there at two o'clock in the morning. We're just wondering, like, all right, well, we need something to watch. And we're like, yo, let's check out The Walking Dead. I wasn't a big fan. Of, I wasn't a big fan of zombies at the time. This mm-hmm. show got me into that. Between this and Zombieland, um, and the first six episodes of the first season are just totally engrossing. And it's like, it's honestly, it could have just been a, a mini series, and it would have been perfect, right? And then, you know, season two, and season two was on a farm, it was kind of slow, but the show was still able to pull you in because it had these very relatable characters. And for the first six seasons, this show was able to carry you on the strength of its characters and just getting to know them and liking them and liking the actors. Mm -hmm. Because the show does have great actors. Past a certain point, it becomes formulaic, and then it breaks down. And then those characters start start to get boring, and even though you like them, the writers start running out of material. The dialogue starts feeling starts feeling forced, and it's like, oh, we gotta have these two characters say something because we need something to happen in this scene, and it gets boring and falls apart. Mm-hmm. But for the betterment of six years, and which is why I think the average lifespan for a show should be six seasons. I think I think the average show, unless you're really spectacular, you should stop. Or if it's at, like a comedy sitcom. Yeah, unless or you're talking yeah, about it. Yeah. But as far as a scripted drama, I think you shouldn't extend six or seven seasons because then you start to have this shit happen. Because to me. If this show had ended in season six, it would have been 
fine. Mm-hmm. I would have. I would have personally loved Lost it. Had? Lost had like Lost had six seasons. It was still horrible. Well, yeah, they ran out of ideas. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, had the show just went on for six seasons, I think it would have been you know. Would have been. High, it would have been higher on this list. You know what I mean? I think this because now what we have, in my opinion, is just half a good show. Because the other half is, 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 is yeah, crap. I, I stopped watching after like season five. Yeah. yeah. And I couldn't buy that they would not fucking kill Negan. I know that happens in the in the, in the, the, in comic, the comics. They don't kill him. I know. But in the context of a real live action uh, story with people in it, in live action, you got to kill him. <laughs> and I said that. I was like, yo, if they do not kill him, I will never watch the show again because I cannot believe it. This man beat your best friend to death with a baseball bat. And you have him on his knees, bleeding out of his neck, and you spare him. Right. Not shooting. They close. kill Carl, bro. And they fucking kill. And that shit doesn't happen in the comics. Yeah, yeah. They start doing a whole bunch of shit that doesn't happen in the comics. They start killing off a whole bunch of people. And they're talking about they want the show to go on forever. It's going to be the worst show of all time. It's going to be the worst show. <laughs> Don't go on forever. And stop. that's why people are leaving. Rick left. Michonne is leaving. Uh, I think Maggie's leaving. Daryl's going to get the fuck up. Yo, they get, they making Marvel money now? They're making uh, uh, other, other, other money now? Why mm-hmm. would I stick, up, stick around? Right. But. I'll go on a Walking Dead rant another day. But <laughs> we can see, do an episode on it. If you we can we, we can do an, and another thing on it. But um yeah, yeah, Walking Dead seasons one through six. I like them. Sounds good. G anything? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, back to oh first one we have ABC on the list. ABCs in humans. How you guys feel about it? Yo, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like this ain't on the list. ABC's <laughs> Modern Family. Um, I'm banging with Modern Family. Um, one thing about Modern Family, I can say when it did come out, this is when definitely when it comes to um, you know, like the gay and lesbian transgender um uh, transgender community being on the forefront of TV mm-hmm. and things like that. And honestly, when you do see it, a lot of it is pushed. I feel like a lot of it is extra, a lot of extraness. But Modern Family definitely because it's a because it's definitely different um, parts of the family shown throughout the show. It contains that. And you can laugh with the characters. Like, with the gay family. Like, alright, it's it, you're kind of, like, rooting for them. Like, alright, they had the Chinese daughter, right? It's cool. It's sassy. Everything about the show is sassy. Mm-hmm. I think that is really funny. You could definitely relate to it in any regular family. Nobody has a perfect family, in case may be. But, you know, you see, you know, some, you don't like some, you don't like seeing some family members. Of course. You, know? you, you, don't, you don't like seeing them for Thanksgiving, for Halloween, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know? Some people are more uppity than others. Some people are more carefree than others. But um, I, I definitely like it because it, I feel like it's a modern day Brady Bunch. That's okay. How I get the mm. show, you know. Okay. I've seen bits and pieces. I did like the show. I do like the show. Like, like, like I'll catch it. I mean, I'm not. I don't watch it right. religiously, but right. every now and then, if it's on, I yeah, I watch it. Yeah, my mom, my parents like the show, so if I'm in their room and they're like watching TV. Like I'll watch it with them, mm-hmm. and they like it, and I like it too. Yeah. Sophia Vergara was funny. Can you watch the show or no? Uh, I've seen a couple episodes. I've, I've enjoyed what I've watched. It's cool. I, I like I like I like mockumentary style TV comedies. Well, that's my I don't want to so. say problem with it because it, it's a it the formula does work, but it's like The Office. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But you just I, at I, home. Yeah, I guess. I guess. True. Uh, next on the list, uh, Showtime. Right, Showtime. Mm-hmm. Showtime. Showtime's Shameless. Showtime. Um, yo, Shameless I just think Amy Ross is beautiful. That's, I'll just leave it at that. Who's Amy Ross? Oh, that's um, that's Fiona. The, Fiona. Yeah, I don't watch the show, but I know she's beautiful. Yeah, but she's Fiona a little thotty though on the show. Oh, is she? Oh, yeah, she's thotty. Everyone on that show is terrible. Everybody, yeah, basically, not not like most, bad, like bad characters. They're just like terrible. The people. most discombobulated, 
by the related family ever. Really? Yeah. Have you seen the show before? No, I never did. All right, so basically, it's the world's trashiest yeah, family. It's the world's trashiest family, and um, right in Chicago, boy. And you would think it's a black family, no? <laughs> wow, <laughs> a, I resent that. Well, when you think of Chicago. Oh yeah, it okay. wasn't okay. about trash. No, oh, I didn't okay, go there. Okay. No. That's what I was like. Whoa, right, yeah, yeah. we gotta delete that. Yeah, <laughs> I went to the I'm just like, yo, these white people so bad, you would thought they were black. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so that's a lot of self hatred, no, sir. We, we ain't going there. We're doing nah. CNN. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast um, would be done. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No, no. As long as you didn't say that, we are cool. Nah, yeah, nah. I didn't. Mean I that really thought what you said. I, I thought that's what you said. I like Jesus. No, no. It took me by surprise. <laughs> he was like, yo, dude. He, said, he said, yo, that's so poor and fucked up. You would have thought they was niggas. <laughs> yeah, right. Record scratches. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> we'll get our first email <laughs> from the NAACP. <laughs> Tyler Perry himself is gonna email us, shutting us down. <laughs> I was going to invite you guys to the studio. <laughs> not anymore. Uh, but you guys are opposed to black culture, I see. But I'm um, not. Anyway, but, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, Greg, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Go ahead, G- No, James. but for real. Honestly, when somebody when somebody put me on the show, they was like, yo, it's about a family in Chicago. I thought it was going to be about a black family. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I turn it on, you know. I see my man, Philip. you know. Lip. Lip. You feel me? Look, get the baddies. Get the baddies, you know what I mean? What's his brother's name? Um, Ian? Ian, yep. Ian, little cuckoo, you know. You, you would like Ian. I've never seen this show. I'm not going to watch this show. You would like Ian. I'm not going to watch this show. No, but basically the show's just basically a, a discombobulated family. Just basically trying to make ends meet and trying to live their life. Uh-huh. Um, Pops is a... Fuck up. Fuck up. What's worse than a douchebag? A fuck up. I guess a fuck up. Kai. Okay, he's a cop. Right. Yeah. He, wow. I'm an adjective now. That's what's up. Um, doesn't take care of his family. Mm-hmm. Any money that he, you, you remember in um, Boondocks, the terrible, the terrible episode. Terrible, terrible. Yeah, when he's like, you know, you could choose money for your kids or clothes for your kids or food or food. Mm. He yeah. chooses drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I am just keeping it a buck. I respect that. Um, but but it's definitely a, a great. Um, it's definitely a great show. Character development is amazing. When it comes to Fiona, you just see her. She's kind of a person just really trying to bring the family together and always been the person, you know, to get the job, pay the mm. bills, make sure everybody goes to school. And you kind of see her journey where she's kind of really trying to make it in life and really trying to be the opposite of what her parents were because mom's also out of the picture. I think mom is um, bipolar or something like that. So she goes on, yeah, mom's bipolar. So she goes on these manic trips. Um, you don't see her for like three seasons then you end up seeing her in the middle of freaking Mexico okay. in a freaking um, hemp farm stuff like that but um, for instance you see um, Lip Lip is very genius very smart you see him battling alcoholism and him going to college and he kicked out of college you see Ian Ian is also bipolar and he gets that from his mom and Ian is also gay too so you see him battling stuff out with that and it, it's just like the family where it's just like you, you really want them to try so hard and succeed but it's always some bullshit okay it's always some bullshit and, and one thing I do want to sh- shout the show out for um, I feel like on television they don't really put a focus on lower income families and struggling families a lot mm-hmm. I think a lot of families are either middle class or they're rich you know that because you know those are much funner and they're less depressing I think mm-hmm. we only had like Roseanne and All in the Family and shit like not All in the Family what's the Archie Bunker shit whatever um, Grace Company? No. No. It All right, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so the fact that this show actually puts, you know, focus on a family that is not financially stable and that are, are struggling and it, you know, shows that, you know, these are people too. You know, mm-hmm. they might have issues, but, you know, they can also be, 
Because these are the people that I feel like a lot of us, a lot of Americans relate to more. Can relate to, yeah. There's more lower income and lower middle class people than there are upper class rich people in America. So we watched all that other shit for escapism. I want to relate to a motherfucker that can't pay his bills. Mm-hmm. See how the hell he get through. Yeah, that. I want I want to relate to someone that, that that has to that has to struggle because that's mm-hmm. something I can relate to. So I do want to shout the show out for that. Nice. I think it does a great nah, job. It's, it's, it's really a great show. Like really, definitely a great show. Like it's it's so gritty. Like it's it's, it's just like damn, it's shameless. Like. And me and Kai actually got to see a lot of the set because they shoot that on the Warner Brothers lot. Yes, they do. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. Y'all feel good about yourselves? I did. Um, that okay. was the first time I ever heard about the show. They were like, does anybody watch Shameless? And people were raising their hands. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck that is. Nah, Shameless is, is fine. I don't watch it anymore. I'm sure they're coming out with new season and stuff like that. Well, Emmy Rossum's leaving the show, or she left the show. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think... I think the show's ending, if I'm not mistaken. But whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, last but not least, HBO's... The deuce. Yeah, I, I want to wrap. I want to just talk about this one real quick, just because I'm in the middle of watching it. It's on its third and last season. Uh, it's a David a David Simon show. If you guys don't know who David Simon is, he is the creator of The Wire, and uh, where The Wire explored drugs in the modern context. He's in this show. He's exploring porn and prostitution in the 1970s through 80s on 42nd Street, and it's just a really cool, fun period piece okay. and showing up because like we walk we walk down 42nd street times square now and it's like family it's my it might nah, as well, i'm telling you yo, it might as, it might as well be disneyland yo, um dr popo my dad's best friend i'm telling you he would tell me when he would come back here in the 80s it every was, block it was oh you want a little something yeah you want a little uh, something and, and it's just cool as someone that wasn't alive in that time period to see like Times Square, Times Square was fucked up and it was crazy. It was worse than a low east side. Yeah. Um and this this shows like East New York. This shows This show's cast yeah. is This show's cast is, is, is You dragged it. <laughs> this show's cast is amazing. You have uh James Franco playing two characters at the same time. This, really? Yeah, he's playing two he's playing uh twin brothers. Oh. Uh and mm-hmm. the scenes that they're on screen are cr- it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like cuz you can't even tell that like it's Gemini. He's man. no, well like he's acting as two completely different characters with two different personalities talking to each other. Okay. Like, you saw a little bit of that in the social network. So, but, like, so imagine it, like, times ten. Because, mm-hmm. like, they're completely separate. And, like, you can tell the difference after the first episode. Okay. okay. Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, as a, as a prostitute-turned-porn director, is amazing. Her story is am- amazing. Um, and just all, like, all the pimp... Method Man does a great she job. Was here. Uh, Method, uh, Method Man plays a pimp on the show for the okay. first two seasons and he does like a, a fantastic job he's funny every time he's on screen and it's just a, it's a really it's a really great show and it provides a lot of con- historical context to things that were happening at the time and you know similar to like the war on drugs a lot of women and people wouldn't have been exploited and, and taken advantage of and, and there wouldn't have been as much crime and violence had you just made prostitution you know legal and regulated like mm-hmm. it is in some countries, you know, if someone wants to sell it and I don't mean to get too political, but if somebody wants to use their body and and use it as a means to make money and sign and make sure that they're doing it through the safe and proper ch- channels and avenues and make sure that they're not being exploited, that they're not being threatened and harmed. I think so it's their, I think I think it's their right to let it you get know? taxed. You feel me? Exactly. Because when you don't now you have these now you have people out there on the street that are not being cared for and being treated like trash mm-hmm. and shit like that. And then it's like the police's response to it back in the day was just like it's just routine. Alright, we're gonna throw you in a van and release you five hours later. Mm. 
and that, and that was all they all they could do about it. So I think it's a really cool analysis of New York in the 1970s and 80s. It's a really fun show. It's a really fun show. If you love history, mm-hmm. and if you love the 70s, if you like that time period, it's a great show. The 80s is real depressing now because um, there are um, a lot of gay characters on the show, and it's you know the AIDS epidemic. Yeah, so it's like now it's in the as the show's winding down, it is re- like really scary because you're seeing characters get sick and die off and like seeing what it was because we didn't really live through the AIDS epidemic. I don't. We were no, fort- we didn't. no, we didn't. No, we, no, we didn't. didn't. So we were fortunate to we were fortunate to never have to like live through a real epidemic. You know what I mean? So it's crazy like hearing characters talk and it's like, yo, I've had ten friends die over the last like two years. Like that's nuts. So like the fact that the show is providing that context, it's really great. And like That's I said, cool. if you love The Wire and you like The Wire's sto- like style of storytelling, how it jumps from characters to characters to characters, and like how none of it's really connected, but it all is kind of connected, where you'll like The Deuce. Okay, what is this on? Uh, HBO. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Any other shows you guys want to talk about before we head out of here? Uh, no. Nah. I mean, we can send some uh, honorable mentions to shows that just didn't make the list like they were a little bit too before the 2010s mm-hmm. breaking bad uh came two years early two years early mm-hmm. bad men came three years early um yeah, was about it. uh american horror story american. i know i don't watch the show personally but i know Super its significance show. um we also have the um oj yeah. simpson uh, oh american show. american uh, crime story. yeah american crime story in general because the, G- the giovanni Gianni, Gianni Versace, Versace one is supposedly pretty good too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Oh wow, we forgot about those. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Narcos, House of Cards. Narcos, Narcos House, House of Cards. cards. Uh, Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New Black. The Americans. The Americans on FX, which I heard is phenomenal. Yes, yes, yes. So shout out to all those shows, and shout out to you, gentlemen. Thank you did you. a great job. You guys Thank have watched a lot of TV, and you guys really carried this episode. Thank I didn't. I didn't. I don't watch. I didn't watch most of these shows. You watch more shows than I do, bro. Nah, you watch more shows than I do. I don't think so. That's Kat. But Kai, good job. You're the MVP of this episode. Thank you, sir. For now. MVP of every um, What? I'm the MVP Excuse of me? every episode. I'm the host. Anyways. That doesn't on. mean anything. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> You're an employee. Oh, damn. Oh, we're on that damn. again. Yeah. Mm, okay. You fell out of W2. All right. That's fine. I fell out of I9. Bitch. All right, just mute his mic. Mute nah, his not mic. a W2. I'm giving him a... What, what's that shit called? Uh, what's that? Um, the shit where you're a private contractor. Oh, he's about to get his walking papers. That's what he's about to get. All right. Jerry, (laughs) turn off his mic. (laughs) Uh, All right. So, G. What's poppin'? What is poppin', sir? Put us on, man. What you got Um, got for us? All right. Before I put y'all on to what I need to put y'all on, I just want to give a shout out to, um, you know, one of the best rappers to ever grace the mic. Feel me? Wale. New album out. A new boy Wale. Wow, it was crazy. Nah, but definitely um, Wale's new album is out. It's not my put me on because why do I need to put the world on Wale? The world already knows about Wale. Because you didn't even listen to that shit. I listened to it until <laughs> like two days ago. But still, but no, it's definitely a phenomenal album. Um, one thing I can say is Wale's definitely still current because of how hard he works and how true he is to the pen and his craft. And um, I just want to, you know, I'm glad that this is another artist that's been out for what, how many so on years on his sixth um, studio album. And he's definitely, you know, who he is. He keeps to his core and he's definitely the same rapper, you know. That he's been from the beginning of his career, even through the ups and downs. But talk about this artist that was featured on Wale's Back to the Future mixtape on the first track, bitch. You have to call him a bitch. Back to the Future mixtape. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I set him up. You set him up. You set me up. You set me up real good. All right, I'm going to get into it. Oh, man. Yo, 2010, right? Think about it. 2010. What would you do in 2010, Ralphie? 
You don't even I was know. I listening to My Beautiful Dr. Fantasy. Being his meat. Being your meat. Listening to Kanye. Okay. But anyway, 2010, I'm going to just put it down <laughs> like this. I can't argue. Oh, yeah. Got me. After football practice. But um, anyway. <laughs> okay. Sure. He said Monster had me lit. Monster had me up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, Selena Evans was looking fire in the, the runaway movie. Rafi was like, we'll see. <laughs> Can we get much higher? Gee, go ahead, bro. <laughs> We're going to find out. All right, put <laughs> put us on. Yo, I don't want to turn you on, bro. Because I know how that Kanye album did for you. But anyway, all right, so 2010, right? 2010, honestly, me... <laughs> I'm the person, you know, I'm getting most of my music from Two Dope Boys. If y'all know that, that's a music blog, um, blog very, very popular back in the day. Mm-hmm. But um, Two Dope Boys, what I learned about currency, Wiz Khalifa, all of that, right? Pete. So I'm getting to it right now, 2010, Pilot Talk 2. One thing about Pilot Talk in the trilogy, Pilot Talk 3 didn't come out until probably like 2016. But my man Currency, I remember this was back in the day when I was trying to put my man Kai on Currency. He would not have it. He was just getting me tight. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't the biggest currency. He wasn't. He wasn't trying to be on it. Uh-huh. But when currency dropped two albums in a year, mm-hmm. Pilot Talk one and two, I'd tell us like, I'm like, money ski beats, bro. <laughs> currency is ski beats. Like, come on now. And um, but I'm gonna really get into it. But one thing I I do love about this album is, man, the flows, currency, just definitely when you when you when you think about it, we think about currency as a pothead rapper, so you kinda of, you don't really expect lyricism from him. Mm-hmm. And Ski Beats, when he first met him, he didn't expect that either. He thought that this nigga was from the South, damn I gotta play but the South beats, but currency was like, nah, nigga, just put what you got in. And currency is definitely one of my favorite rappers growing up until this day. Um this is his fourth studio album. This is definitely the favorite, my favorite album in the Pilot Talk trilogy, even the artwork is phenomenal. You see the house with the artwork with the um he got a little um what, what's what's the name of the statue that doesn't have the head on it? The, the, the head's cut off? I don't know. I don't know. But y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, right? yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a famous statue and the head basically the head was lost in time, it was broken off. Oh yes, 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 I know what you're talking about. I don't know what it's called. Uh, yeah, I can't but I know what you're talking called. about. Yes. But basically, you know, it's it's a picture of that in front of this real modernized house. This is definitely um when I think about this music in this album, I think about like you and your you know, your little Airbnb or you're in your little apartment, you got the vibes right, you know, got your little shorty, you know, you're just putting on some mood music. But um I replayed this music I replayed this album so many times growing up, so many times, so 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 many times. I know the words from fucking back to French. The album starts out great with um the intro called Airborne Aquarium. Sets the mood really, really... I do fuck with that song. You feel me? Like, yeah. you, you know what it is. Like, it sets the mood and the tone of the album and what you're gonna get. This is like the coolest elevated music you're ever gonna get in your life. Honestly. <laughs> like, if I had a building, I'm putting Pilot Talk 2 in all of my elevators. Fuck all that shit. <laughs> you feel me? Um, definitely had the single Michael Knight with um Currency's favorite little... Um, it was one of his favorite catchphrases or favorite um famous ad libs going. Is that why you do that? Super yeah, cool? I was gonna ask you do the same thing. I do the same thing, right? Yeah. See, that's what I got from. I listened to this album way too many, too many yes. times. So you get from. But um, man, he has and honestly, this album is it, it really currency is a um underground rapper, so it definitely doesn't have any breakout hits or anything like that. It's honestly a one tone album where it just feels like you're on this one flight. You on just this one trip, and it just goes. At first, my problem, my beef was it was the beats do sound 
it's very very similar but after listening time and time again and getting the actual gist of the album it mm-hmm. just has this fast tones and slow tones but it, it's just a great transition overall um my favorite songs are Montro, famous michael knight um this album alone has put me on to dom kennedy um fiend he used to be he used to be signed to no limit um, even Young Rowdy and Trademark the Skydiver. Mind you, they got an album, new album out right now, so go check that shit out. But um, Pilot Talk 2 is definitely just like one of those one of those albums where it's just like a... Just an ode to the underground. Mm-hmm. This is... If you know Currency, it, you know about the Pilot Talk trilogy. This, honestly, in my opinion, is the best... Um, the best album out of the trilogy. I really can't even go enough to describe how great the music is because you just gotta you just gotta listen to it yourself. It's honestly just smooth elevated music. We might have a little song for you to taste, you know, at the end of the pod, but I'm just hit it for you right now. Oh, and one thing I am gonna say, shout out to my man Currency. Because Currency puts on rappers like Drake puts on rappers. My man Currency put on Don Kennedy, Freddie Gibbs, Styley. Um, Drake doesn't put on rappers. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Name a rapper Drake put on. Um, Black Boy. Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> he put him on. I never heard him. I never heard him. No. I'm the dude that goes, shoot. Shoot. All right. No. Did he definitely Drake, put did, him on. No. Drake. Did Drake put him on his album? No. Not not, not to put, put him on, like put him on his album. But no. Bring him into the to, into limelight. He's no one. What's his, what's his last track? Bro, I don't know. He, but started, bro, he hasn't started. He got bragged. Drake ain't started. He has I can tell album you, out. I can tell you who Drake put on. Party yeah. Next Door. Okay. And that's it. McConan. Who the fuck? Is <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're talking about people that have one song. You're making up names. But no, but no, but you know what Drake does? Uh, I'm not saying Drake. I, I'm, I'm not. I, no, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm not understanding what you're saying. But Drake, honestly, what he does is, is he kind of. I understand me. what you're saying. But what Drake does is, like, say somebody coming up, he'll give him some light. He'll give him some shine or whatever the case may be. He'll shot him out. There you go. Rather than put him on. Stylie puts niggas on. Tra- I'm sorry. Currency puts niggas yeah, on. Yeah. Stat. Yeah. Currency put like oh shit like put him like took his fan base and put him on you know what I mean yeah and I yes I get what you're saying but I'm going to give I'm going to I'm actually giving Currency more credit than Drake oh yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly in that's 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 I'm showing more love to Currency than Drake in that regard copy copy but um yo Pilot Talk Two One Hazy Flight check it out it is the definitely a great album dope nice it, nice man. um this past week I was in Florida I was doing a lot of you know uh, jet was, setting. Not, I wasn't saying the jet setting. I was actually going to a lot of amusement parks. I went to Universal Studios, Islands of Adventure, Disney World. And yesterday, when, um, a couple days ago, when I came back to New York, I wanted to go to Six Flags with some of my friends. I went for um, Fright Fest. Mm-hmm. The Fright Fest is terrible. However, <laughs> there... <laughs> you said it's terrible? It's terrible, bro. <laughs> you know what it is? After doing Halloween Horror Nights oh, yeah, at Universal, yeah. it's not impressive at yeah, all. when you go Because Universal is... is yo, we got to go one, one year. We're, we're, we out. Next, next October, we out of here. Um, but yeah, anyways, I went to Six Flags Wait, yesterday. Wait, where's Universal at? In Florida? It's in Orlando. Yeah. Oh, I'm not allowed over there no more. Oh, any, all right, we'll discuss that off wax. But um, we, I went to Six Flags yesterday, like I said, and there was a new ride called Wonder Woman. That ride is lit. And basically what it does, it's like, um, it just teeters from left to right. Like, a, it's just a long stick. Like a woman. Indecisive. No, it's like, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's like a long... <laughs> That was good. I, I appreciate it. I, when I listened to it, I was pretty good. It's like a long stick, and it just basically Pulls. swings from side to side. <laughs> Don't do that. You was a Wonder Woman? 
it swings from side to side, and it looks corny when you're looking at it. But bro, if you ever get on it, like definitely um, get on a stick that swings from side to side. Get on the ride. <laughs> get on the <a> ride. <laughs> Anyways, I know this is a popular time for Six Flags. Do people like to go to uh, Fright Fest or whatever? Y'all are killing me. I didn't do anything. <laughs> you're just encouraging our whole fan base to get on the stick. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you see the Wonder Woman ride, just get on. That's basically the point. Of this uh, uh, put me on. Putting y'all onto a ride. Hop on the pole. Kai, go ahead, bro. Okay. See, I didn't add to that. You didn't, but you're laughing. All right, I can't help it. What you mean? Anyway, um, so you, so you guys, you guys asked me how I spent my uh, my birthday. I actually uh-huh. spent a portion of my birthday watching the Breaking Bad movie on Netflix, El Camino. Mm. Um, how was that? This movie is basically just a love letter, or hey guys, I know you love this shit. Here you go. For Breaking Bad fans, you know, I can't really convince anyone that isn't a fan of Breaking Bad or ha- that hasn't watched Breaking Bad to watch this movie because you'll be completely lost. This is, as I called it, it's an additional two episodes tacked on to the end of the series. It's an epilogue. It's, it's basically to show uh, what Jesse is up to um, and what Jesse did at the end of that series. It's it's and it's just a cool callback. It's a bunch of fun cameos. It's a bunch of cool. Uh, flashbacks and it shows how much jesse has grown over the course of the series because in the flashbacks we we get to see you know season one jesse season two jesse and seeing where he is now and it's like oh shit for those that might have forgot like oh damn yeah he went through some shit i can see why he's coming out the other side this way this and once again this show is just a reminder this shows a reminder that aaron paul is a fantastic actor and portrays jesse pinkman so well it shows a reminder that Vince Gilligan is a terrific writer and director. Uh, Breaking Bad it was always known for cinematography, for its inventive shots. There, he does POV shots like no one else. He puts he puts uh, cameras on everything. He'll put a he'll put a camera on a shovel. He'll put a camera on a on a on a on a, on a tiny like toy car. He'll put a he'll put a shovel. I mean he'll put a he'll put a camera inside the water bottle and then have the water pour, have the camera pour out of the bottle with the water. Like he does a bunch of like cool crazy stuff and he he's. He's just a guy that just like enjoys having fun with the camera, mm-hmm. and you can tell that. And this is just another opportunity for him to flex those chops. Um, like I said, it's it's two hours. It's just straight through. It's a very simple story. And if you love Breaking Bad, I think you're gonna love this. It's getting critical acclaim because you know it just shows respect to the fans. Do we need anything else Breaking Bad after this? The answer is no. Did we need this? The answer is no. But you have it if you want to watch it. And nice. the great thing about it is, like I said, it's an epilogue. So if you even if you say ah I don't want I don't buy this shit I don't want to even think about this you don't have to it doesn't have to exist in your mind your story the story could have ended for Jesse when he broke out the neo Nazi camp mm-hmm. but if you wanted a little bit more you got El Camino nice very good um before we hit before we head out of here is there anything you guys want to say to people uh did you hear about LeBron getting shitted on they are treating him like I, I don't know the full extent of what Daryl Morey said himself so I can't really comment on what LeBron said but okay. he is getting shitted Who, on who's Who's Daryl Morey is the GM for the Houston Rockets, uh-huh. and they had a game in China. Yeah, and they're they're That's doing the one that got canceled, right? Because they were talking about um, what was going on in Hong Kong. He's not officially canceled because he's still the, the GM for the Rockets. But yes, he is getting shitted on as well on Twitter. Um, he said something about the the Chinese protests in Hong Kong. Yeah, basically um, they they don't want to grant um, the residents of Hong Kong residency for them to mainland. Correct. So he said. He said something about that. I don't know what the particulars are. Shut the hell but up then when it comes to China. They, at, over there. 
I, I think so as well. And then um, a reporter asked LeBron his take on it because, you know, he's the biggest basketball player yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. And he said something somewhat shaky. stupid. He yeah. said he, he didn't stand with him, yeah. basically, mm-hmm. where a lot of people felt that he should. And they're saying, and they're now saying, oh, you know, well, we get it. You got a brand to protect. But, but you know, that's, you, should, you, should, you shouldn't, some bullshit like that. But he is being attacked really badly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess the only thing I want to say is, I just, you know, I keep seeing people shit, constantly shit on people online, mm-hmm. and whether it's LeBron, but I just, uh, I don't know you got, my sister watches the show Jane the Virgin, and yeah. Gina Rodriguez, that actress or whatever. Very beautiful. Yeah, very beautiful. Um, she was singing the Fugees, and she rapped the, the N-word, and people were, like, shitting on her. It was fucking, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I was, in, I was always in that circle of, like, if you're Spanish... You could say the N word. Yeah, you could say you you know, it. Spanish people will say the N word. We've always lived so closely uh, net together, and th- we share a lot of colloquial. I'm not giving to a Japanese kid if you cool. Uh, and I feel like too many times, like every like we're like demanding apologies from people that don't necessarily have to give them, and just you know, every sometimes like sh- shut the fuck up. Like, mm-hmm. like you're being mad. You're, you're being mad over nothing. Everybody wants to cancel. Something. Yeah, yeah, everybody yeah, wants it's to. Really ev- annoying. Everyone wants to cancel somebody. Everybody wants. To, it's not even a can't. Everybody wants to call somebody out for something. Right. Mm-hmm. That shit is annoying. Everybody got a. Everybody has a. Um, that something shit, to prove. That mm-hmm. shit is annoying. It's like I can't open my mouth as if like everyone's perfect. Right. Like, and I know that's oh nobody's perfect. Like no duh. Right. But like that's not the point. It's like the 2019. Point, sensitive. The, yeah. Like the point is like why are you just because I say something like you don't have to call me out publicly because I'm not mm-hmm. calling. I'm not calling anyone out. I'm expressing myself. Like people were mad at Ellen because she cool with George Bush. Who the fuck cares? Not even that he's cool. They were just in the game together. No, no, like she, she admitted that they're cool. Yeah, but either like, it, but they go to brunch. Going on your point, it doesn't matter. It doesn't like, matter. Why is that ever, not everything has to be political. Yeah, not at all. Like that, that shit is stupid. So you know, they it's kind of they got the same poker name. It's yeah. kind of ironic because I literally spent two hours talking on a podcast a week. But shut the fuck up. Sometimes, <laughs> right? Yeah. We don't, we don't, we're not on this pod canceling people. Yeah, yeah, we, we're not stupid. Yeah, because we will get canceled in a heartbeat. Yeah, G. If we're, we're not already, <laughs> if we're not already, geez. I always keep it PG. And on that note, the street wait, 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 wait. I got something to say. Well, sorry, I'm sorry. All right, I don't like to be really, I don't like to be too political, but this is just something I was talking to my pops about, mm-hmm. and I thought I just might say on my platform. You know, see, I got a platform. Lit. You do, we do platform. actually. No, I do. So you're right. Sorry. Thank you. Anyway, uh, I just want to talk about just voting real quick. Basically. As Americans, and especially as young Americans, we kind of just take it for granted where it's just like, oh, electoral college, it doesn't matter if I vote or not. But honestly, like... That's a fact. It's, it's just an excuse. I mean, because the way I look at it, me going to Africa and me actually seeing people lining up to vote, risking their lives to vote and things like that, you know, we don't have the same opportunities that everybody else has. And just look at it. A lot of people didn't vote. What happened? Who's, look who's in president right now. Look who's trying to be impeached. You got this dude really selling American secrets just for his benefit. Mm-hmm. Like, come on now. Like, just go out there and just do what you got to do. It's, it's a civil service, you know? It's something, definitely something not to be taken lightly. You know, we have our ancestors and forefathers that fought for rights like this. So I'm just saying. I'm not trying to be on a soapbox or anything, but it don't hurt to vote. Like, it don't hurt to just go to what your nearest voting station was probably like your closest high school or something like that. It's around the corner for me. Exactly. Yeah. Like just go do what you gotta do. What what is it? November November second, I think. No, November third. Go vote. And I also wanna send a uh rest in peace out to the uh young lady that was killed in her house in Fort Worth. 
down yeah. by the police officer. That is a terrible tragedy. I don't want to get into details with that, but wow, that was crazy. That's the second time, right? Something yeah, like that. yeah, that, that that was crazy. But um, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to end it on a dark note, but yeah, you fell. All right, anyway, um, you know. G's Kitchen, we coming back. Um, <laughs> G's Kitchen, we coming back. What? We coming back in November. You know, we're going to have the new um, logo coming soon. You have a new logo? Yes. It's lit. I haven't seen this. You haven't seen it. All right. Nobody haven't seen it. World premiere. World premiere. Um, Mom's just broke the oven, but it's okay because we're going to go buy a new one. But anyway. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but anyway, peace and love and positivity in that note. And on that note, Streetlights just came on. Now, once again, thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, Don't forget to rate and subscribe to us. And if you'd like to leave us some feedback, ask questions, or just say what's up, email us at thestoopkidspod at gmail.com. Now, I'm Ralphie. I'm Kai. And it's Jay. And we'll see you on The Stoop next week. Peace. I'm getting hella mail from jail Niggas telling me to kill it When they get out I bring around some bitches Should know be how I kick it American Ninja major motion picture Flipping my remote Same way I do them hoes But she already know before she touch my Chevy dough Real nigga let me make it as clear as my windows No square shell enter in the circle of winners Know I'm prepared for whatever If you know what I've been through Real view, clear vision, memories of paid dues Confined to a runway Thunderstorms came through But look what it came to Something that amazes you Soon as you quit hating and hear what I gotta say to you Baby blue souls, these white 1196 No retro car came with this Same year my Impala with the flow ship Four dose suicide, muscle car chauffeur Shorty by the chalk, I lie that Russell Stouffer Brung weed with her whenever I invite her over Polo sweater, teddy bear, hanging off her shoulder No care, over here, so we put it in the air Walk around my house, say she wanna fuck everywhere That's cool, baby, but I just got that pool